0: This podcast is brought to you by JList.com. JList.com is not only a great place to get your Japanese snacks, your video games, your anime figures, it's also a great place for you to find Japanese culture and anime magazines. Right now, they've got the latest editions of Megami Magazine, Dengeki, Moeo, Afternoon, Balm. They also have magazines on cosplay and other things as well, arts and crafts. Head over to JList.com or JBox.com and you'll be able to pick yourself up some cool magazines to keep you in the know of Japanese and anime culture. And now it's time to start the podcast.
1: Very opposite aesthetic. I finally, after a thousand years, finished Initial D Season 1. Oh my God. A thousand years? How many
2: episodes? Talk
1: dirty to me. You are listening to
3: the Anime Addict Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaa And now here are your anime addicts.
2: guys, welcome to the 496th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, where we are dedicated to making your anime addiction worse. Worse! So much worse. <laughs> oh, 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 worse! <laughs> <laughs> I am Mandy, one of the hosts of three today. We are missing the lovely Enzo, which is very sad. We miss he him. He is lovely. But uh, today we have Mason. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm doing excellent. Remember, people, only do one illegal thing at a time. That's my lesson for today.
2: What are you doing
1: over there? Me? Nothing illegal. That's for darn sure. Just oh, oh shit. okay. Just, just trying to, you know, public service announcement. You know, he was how it was never,
2: mm, not suspicious at all. Thanks. <laughs> we also have Mitsuki. Hey, what's going on?
1: Hey guys,
0: I am happy to be here. I'm all jacked up on Orange Monster, and mm. uh, been playing Chocobo Dungeon all day. And I'm glad to be here because I'm tired of getting my butt whooped by little cartoon monsters. It's just. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not good. It's not my what day. What is
2: orange monster? Does it have an orange flavor to it? It does.
0: It is called Ultra Sunrise and it tastes like basically like tang, I would say. Just like Interesting. tang. It's very good
2: uh yeah we have a lot coming up for you today but if you would like to join us the anime addicts you can do so by going to our website go to aapodcast.com slash join you can create an account there and get so much more content for less than a dollar an episode we have hentai episodes we have hobby addicts we have after parties we just recorded a hobby addicts where Mm -hmm. i talked about mtg arena and uh mason and i played the visage and ended that we talked about that as well and you can also watch that on twitch and youtube uh sure. mason talked about his adventures at what's it called mitsui
1: mitsua marketplace
2: mitsua sorry and uh mitsuki talked about some spooky games or spook nug games S- sorry spooky movies yeah <laughs> that's right uh, yeah, you can also please follow us on Twitch so you can get updates on when we are streaming. You can go to our Facebook group, which is uh, facebook.com slash group slash podcast Talk to other your fellow addicts there. You can go to our Discord. You can find a link to Discord on our website. And you can join up there and join so many like groups that we have going on. We have join a lot us. Of stuff. Join It's us. a high school. Yeah. Uh, Mason, what is, the, uh, the
1: gaming group we're going to right now? Well, uh, every Friday we've been meeting together to do some sort of hooliganish games, whether it be Cards Against Humanity. Hooliganish? Hooliganish. I don't know if that's even a word, but it sounded fun. I was It sounded fun. Uh, we've done all kinds of stuff in it the does. past. It's kind of where you get notified for group gaming or for when we do our streams. So it's a, it's a fun little time. So get on board with that. Um, I think I've mentioned it before, but I've started working on the, uh, the forum, the doc for the, where you guys get to vote on the best anime of the year. So start thinking about what you've liked over the past 12 months and we'll, uh, we'll have a big to do about it. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: you started that early.
1: Well, I need to start like making it now so I can think of good ideas and questions and stuff. So
2: mm. the,
0: the man means business. I mean, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Here. <laughs>
2: yeah, last uh, Friday we played Cards Against Humanity till like 3am with the community It was ridiculous, it was we were all dying to sleep <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, you can also come to my manga club, we just covered Doro, and our next manga meeting will be for a bride story and it'll be on November 13th and so you can join on discord, go down to the manga club and check the pin notes to find out the chapters that you need to read, the dates and everything God, The manga Upcoming looks clubs. so
1: good It looks so good. Oh, my goodness.
2: The artwork is insane.
1: (laughs) Just the the textiles, the the patterns and the clothing is unreal. Unreal.
2: Are you coming to that one?
1: Uh, My hockey game ends at nine. So I should Mm. be able to join at least after uh, 15, 20 minutes. We'll see. We'll see. But I'll definitely be there
2: we also have anime club
1: yeah this this wednesday the 6th of november we're gonna review all of Kare, which is a great romance series from a couple yeah. seasons back and i think people have been digging it so far so it's not too late if you start mm-hmm. watching right now like now uh unless you're listening right to this in the future right the in which case get uh, out of
0: here if you're watching live get the hell out of here and go watch it no i'm just kidding
1: yeah yeah but uh
2: yeah they're doing some i'm sorry go ahead i was just gonna say the one after
1: that will be on the 20th i don't think we've decided what that will be yet but stay tuned
2: yeah i think what they've been doing is rolling to decide which is next well i think so was what they started doing Mm -hmm. but um yeah and this one is different where before we were only doing the first five episodes this one is the entire series there's just to see how many people can actually do it (laughs) and see if that goes over better Uh, so yeah uh, coming up in this show we have a lot of stuff coming up we have what we've been watching Uh, Mason and I binge through so much stuff so much (laughs) so we have plenty of ammunition of things to talk about I've got some
1: takes to share
2: oh interesting can't wait and we also have impressions coming up this is our third round so we have Assassin's Pride Null Peta is that what it's called Null Peta it's uh,
1: It's like Null Peta or like Null and Peta it's the two main characters from the show
2: Okay. Oh, okay. Um, we also have Stars Align, or AKA Hoshii no Sora, and we also have B Stars, which I'm very excited mm, to talk heck about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, what is this uh, RSS feed, Mitsuki?
0: So, guys, uh, some people on on the, on the Discord were talking about this, and I know that it's been a point of uh, desire by a lot of people that both have subscribed to us to help out the podcast and whom have not subscribed to help out the podcast. We now have an exclusive RSS feed that you can use to access our Hobby Addicts, our Hentai episodes, and our After Parties on mobile apps. So previously, you had to go to our website and either download the episodes off the website or stream them off the website. But in, 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 in any event, the website was involved. Many, many people didn't like that because most of you listened via Podcast Addict or the iTunes Apple, uh, the Apple uh, pod, Podcast app or whatever. Well, we now have, for people that do subscribe to us and help us out, we have a feed that you can put into your app, and it will automatically deliver to you the, the exclusive content that you're paying for as soon as it's available. And I've already uploaded almost 200 episodes onto that feed, um, so there's a huge backlog of stuff on there. If you go to the main website, aaapodcast.com, along the top bar, the nav bar on the left, there's a, now a, now a link that says Member RSS. Which will take you to a page that has all of the details of how to get that working. It's real easy. It works on most apps. It works on um, everything except Spotify and Stitcher and iHeartRadio. It works on most everything else. Um, so head over there and um, please, please support the podcast if you think that that was a reason why you hadn't been before. Um, we're giving you more reason than ever to help out. So. Um, we love you and, uh, want to give you the best listening experience that you can get. So that's the whole point.
1: We're delivering our most embarrassing stories to you on a platter people. That's right.
2: It's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pouring out our hearts.
2: There are many days where afterwards I'm like, why did I say that? (laughs) Or I listen back and I'm like, that was really wrong. I I need to make a note to fix this next episode. And then I never do. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It looks like some Ta-da. people, some people from the Twitch chat are already on the RSS feed yeah, enjoying that. it. So awesome. please continue to enjoy, and uh, if you if you would like to get that, please sign up and help us out. Love you.
2: Okay. That's all. Was there anything else you guys want to talk about before we jump into big news?
1: No. No. Let's let's do okay. it.
2: Let's do it. Oh, news!
3: it's time for big news of the week. So big.
2: This week in big news of the week, we're talking about Academy Awards changing the vote process for best international, international, international feature film category. Kind of watch that word. I'm so sorry. Uh, best international feature film category voting procedures have changed. The old method was a small group of filmmakers and actors mm-hmm. would watch nine shortlisted films in theatrical screenings during a weekend and choose the five nominees. The new method is all eligible academy members may now vote for the final 5 nominees. I don't really understand do, the difference. I don't either, but yeah. I have seen a lot of people talking about this though. I think it's just that I'm not very I don't know, I'm just not very uh, well versed in the academy awards. Yeah. I never really watched them. So My, my understanding <laughs> is
0: that like the anime films have a better shot now of getting nominated is what I've took from it. Um, I think it but might I guess have, this
2: is yeah Good if we want to spread our love for anime which would be yeah. awesome but um yeah so japan has submitted makoto shinkai's weathering with you film mm. in august for consideration in the best international feature film category the following anime films have been submitted for consideration for the animated feature film category for the 92nd academy awards which were ayamu watanabe and studio for is it four degrees celsius is that, I, i've is just, just the heard it called studio? 4c 4, yeah, four C? C. okay 4C's yeah. Children of the Sea uh Kitaro Kosaka, DLE and Madhouses Oko's Inn and Hiroyuki Imaishi and Trigger's Promare and uh, Makoto Shinkai and Comix Waves film Weathering with You
0: so, How many how yeah. many Ghibli movies would win would have won Oscars if they if they had actually been eligible You know what I mean it seems Did like it? P- Pixar like always wins but like if it was Pixar versus Ghibli every time I mean, did it say
2: once that Spirited Away won anything or was did. nominated? Yeah, it, did. it won. It won
0: the Oscar. Oh, okay, yeah. that's what I
2: thought so. But like
0: Princess Mononoke didn't even get nominated. Mm. I don't really, not to it my should. knowledge. <laughs> yeah, it should have. But It, there won, were so many it great, won in our so heart and that's what matters. <laughs>
2: it won in my heart. That's the only one that matters, damn it.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, the more recent ones got nominated like... Um, uh, the Wind Rises uh, did not, but I think um, the Taylor Princess Kaguya got nominated because I think that like mm. the recent in recent years, these films have become uh, n- the Ghibli has become n- uh, knowledgeable enough across the world that like they've actually had screenings, eligible, like qualifying yeah. screening runs in the U.S., but like before they didn't. So I don't know. That's a lot of anime to be nominated. So it's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Have you guys seen any of these movies? I haven't well, I have not, I have not yeah, I but I've been it.
1: listening to the soundtrack of Promare and uh, Weathering with you for a couple months now so I'm excited to actually finally put visuals to what I've been listening to
2: Oko's Inn. I think I did an impression on the anime for that. I know they did. They made a movie of it. It was like a f- very family-friendly,
1: like young kids kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Is it
2: the one with the spirit with the little boy spirit that lived in? Is this is it? I yeah, so, I did yeah. an impression on it, and I was like, this was a very delightful little short. Like it was a very short um, anime, and uh, I was like, it's very delightful, but it is very childish. Like, I I chose not to do a review on it because I was like, it feels kind of weird doing a serious review on a show meant for really small children. So, but it was very uh I don't know, it's very um precious though. There you go. So, maybe I should check out the movie.
0: Check it out. Let us know.
2: Yeah. We're going to go on to Big Bad Moe. Big oh, Bad
1: I Moe? Big, I love it. Big, Big, Bad, B- Moe. Big Bad Moe. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. Howdy, partner. I seen you riding in on that dusty trail.
0: Cram is so sexy.
1: Welcome. You're to welcome. The good,
0: <laughs> the bad, and the moe. Guys, I am excited. In this is the good. I am excited and simultaneously terrified. Capcom, the the, <laughs> the previously believed to be debunked Capcom, I should say, has confirmed mm. that they are developing a live-action Mega Man film. So I assume it'll be animated. The it was. Uh, it, they released this with their, with their business results from the from the six months ending September 30th. So they're, I guess, like at a conference call announcing their financials. They confirmed in a, from a report that they are planning this live action Mega Man um, that's still in development. I guess we hadn't heard about it in a while, but they've come back and they've made a note that they're still making it. Um, Henry Jost and Ariel Schulman of Catfish and Paranormal Activity 3 and 4 are writing the film and directing it as well. Massey Oka of Heroes is producing the project, and the film is titled. Get this—you won't believe this title. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I was waiting. My blood is ready for this. It's, the film is called <laughs> Mega Man. If you can believe that. What <laughs> oh really? The heck? Yeah. And um, this is—I guess this is like going alongside of Capcom's pretty much other most popular franchise that has yet to get a movie series, which is which is Monster Hunter. Which is coming out in uh, 2020, just about like roughly a year from now. So, that's pretty oh, cool. Oh man,
2: that Monster Hunter one! I'm terrified. <laughs> that's it's gonna, gonna be, be so
0: bad. It's gonna be bad. Sonic's gonna be bad. Mega Man probably bad. But you know, it's I don't know. It's fun. The something the
2: Mega Boy. That would've been hilarious.
0: <laughs> so, some of the Resident <laughs> Evil movies have been decent, but mostly not. Probably um, yeah. For I mean, the if bad, Oh, go ahead. God. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say.
1: I was just gonna say, if you're really aching, if you just can't wait for any more Mega Man like media products, don't forget you can always listen to. Have you ever heard of the band The Proto Man? Mitsubishi? I have. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm, I was gonna say I'm sure you know of them, but they are like this rock opera band that has like all these concept albums about the story of Mega Man, and like it has all these different voices and characters where they like. Go over like the rise to power of like Albert Wiley and like Doctor Light's like struggle in the city and like all these accusations and stuff. It's very deep lore stuff, but it's a fun time if you uh, like that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, they didn't say if the movie was huh. anim- they didn't say if it was actually animated or not, but I I imagine Mega Man will at least be in CG a lot like how Sonic is. Uh, for the bad, Stars Align production committee has apologized for copying the dance choreography of those dancers without permission. So that didn't take long. Um, on October 23rd, I think we talked about this literally last week. Yep. On, the, the online dancers Miko Nanakawa and Melochine pointed out that, more or less, it's it's hard to deny that their their dance choreography was flat out stolen to for use. Flat it, out stolen. It really was. I mean, it was like yeah. move for move the same um, from the ending anim- animation of the original television uh, property Hoshiai no Sora, which we're going to be doing an impression on today. And the, both the dancers said that they sent in, inquiries. Well, the production committee has apologized to them for using the the, uh, cor- the choreography without permission and said that, quote, there was not sufficient consciousness regarding creative ownership. And I say to you, sir and madam, no shit. Um, <laughs> no shit. No <laughs> yeah. shit. The, the notice also stated that the two dancers are now working with the anime team. So...
2: All they had to do was ask the first time.
1: I like how they didn't send in, like, accusations. They sent in inquiries, a.k.a. What the heck, guys? Come on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they
2: just wanted to get
1: their...
0: They just wanted to have them as consultants without paying them for consulting, more or less. Um, For the Moe, we have lost a dear, dear, dear Moe girl from the anime universe today. Rem from ReZero.
1: Crushing defeat.
0: You'll you'll note that (laughs) in 2016, we talked about there were... Thirty life-size REM figures that, that sold for just an absolutely just ridiculous twelve thousand six hundred dollars a piece. Um, well, it is sad, but one of those REM figures has broken, and there's a photo online of it laying.
2: It ate shit. It ate it ate <laughs> shit. Ate shit. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: died with her with a broom in her hand and a maid outfit on the yeah. on, on, on what looks like someone's deck. I would say, and yeah. you know. I just have a question. First of all, who the hell spends almost $13,000 on a figure? And second, if you look at the construction of the figure, like in its legs, it looks like it was very badly built. So, I don't know. Like, maybe the moral of the story is don't spend $13,000 on a REM figure. But
2: what were they doing to make it break? That's the question. I think, I think the I article
1: says it came like that in shipping. No way. That's oh. what it says, and uh, they supposedly come with a uh, lifetime warranty. But uh, yeah, I don't want to know what they were doing. But you know, yes. I like
0: to, I like to think that like a cat and a dog were chasing each other around the base of the statue, like in an, like in one of those cartoons. And you know, yep. they just got a little clumsy and bumped into it. I mean, it happens. And snapped or or her may...
1: ankles and femurs. <laughs>
0: that yeah. her whole leg broke. Off. She, she her legs her legs broke at the ankle, a lot like in that uh. That one anime that we did that we did an impression on a couple a couple uh, seasons ago about the magical girls that fight for those giant teddy bears, sliced at the ankles and at the and at the knee. Rem's gonna need surgery. Or
2: if you've seen the live action of Lone Wolf and Cub, it's also like that. Yes. It's very, oh, very true. Very
1: gross.
0: Yeah. Very <laughs> yeah. intense. Very <laughs> intense to be cut off at the at, at the ankles.
1: I see Asian guy in so. the chat says Rem in peace. Oh. Rem in peace. Rem in
0: peace. Rem in peace. <laughs> Indeed. Pour, pour one out for Rem. So pour out an apple juice or whatever the hell she would drink.
1: All right, what's next?
2: Uh, We have trivia. Oh, Want to handle that, Mason? Yeah. I
1: certainly can. So first up, we have the trivia, the weekly trivia from the site. The answer for this week was Empire of Corpses, which I definitely would not have gotten. That was a tough one. No, it was. It was hard as hell.
2: Oh, think, I've seen that few got people
1: it. got it. I
0: hadn't seen it, but a few people got it, right?
1: But the person who won for the week was Manly Mudkip, who seems to be on a roll recently. Rushing. Crushing. Killing yeah. it. Uh, yeah. The theme remains, scary anime, as we f- round out the Halloween season, and you can go to our website to uh, give the next one a shot. Additionally, we have the in-show weekly trivia that is for nothing except your own pride and pat yourself on the back. And this is, in the currently airing anime... Ahiru no Sora, or Stars Align. Or, nope, not that one. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> the basketball one. Duck Sky. One. He got it. Uh, yeah, Duck Sky. Sora receives what kind of basketball-related gift from his mother? We'll let from you know. His mama. Soon enough.
0: mitsugi and it's time for your anime news break Leading us off, well the saga of Monica Rial, Funimation and Vic Manana continues. it looks like Vic Manana did file an appeal of the prior district court's decision and it looks like Monica Rial, Jamie Marchi, and Rial's fiance Ron Toy are filing a motion to dismiss Vic's appeal. Uh, to have the decision reviewed. He filed this appeal back on the 24th of October. The motion argues that the district court had, had did not have the jurisdiction to actually present judgment over the case, and it looks like they are going to be having now a court decision to determine whether or not they will dismiss this appeal to review the prior decision, as court lingo is very complicated. Uh, hearing is set to decide the attorney's fees, costs, and other expenses that are owed by Vic Magnana which is set for the 21st of November, as when you lose uh, this type of a court trial, you have to pay the other side's uh, court fees and attorney's fees, which is not good news for Vic Mignogna. So we'll keep you up to date and see if there is a even another revision or review of the prior case as they are filing a motion to dismiss that altogether. And next up, Osamatsu-san is having a collaboration with IT, the horror movie, which is kind of bizarre. But it looks like it does make some sense, as IT Chapter 2 is going to be airing in Japan around the same time as the Osomatsu-san movie release, Blu-ray release that's coming out on, on November 6th. Also, the plot of IT revolves around a clown terrorizing seven children, which, if you add up all the Osomatsu brothers plus Totoko, you'll get that amount. And there are also other very eerie similarities, including... It looks like the Osamatsu original series aired in 1988 and had a follow-up in 19 and in, in 2015, which is a 27-year gap. The exact number of amount of time between the 1990 release of IT and the film, which came out in 2017. Also, Osamatsu-san is produced by Studio Piero, which means clown, and we all know that IT himself is a clown. So, very eerie similarities here between the two on multiple levels. Uh, if you are a fan of Osumatsu-san or IT, you might want to check out this collaboration coming out in Japan. It's kind of bizarre. Next up, it looks like there is a crowdfunding campaign that has been put out to put a stop to the abuse of Japanese workers in the anime industry and also to get some pay for these, for these guys that haven't been paid for their unpaid overtime. It looks like um, there was a, a, a Campfire crowdfunding page put up with a goal of about $5,000, of which they have raised most of that already. And the goal is to uh, support the the employees who are suing suing Studio 4 Degrees Centigrade for alleged unpaid overtime and lack of transparency. And the campaign describes a system of, quote, unlimited work at a fixed rate, which just means that they'll pay you the same amount and then work you uh, infinite amounts of hours. And the case states that, quote, beginning with the court case against the anime production company 4 Degrees Centigrade, we are working to create precedents and rules to combat the abuse of this flexible hours situation of employees in the anime and creative industry. So that's that's probably a good thing. Um, Of course, we could always just make less anime and then we wouldn't have to work everybody, you know, 14,000 hours a week. Um, Next up and lastly, the anime pilgrimage sites for 2020 have been announced as always happens from the Anime Tourism Association. There are 12 new additions to the list, including Hakodate Hokkaido from Love Live Sunshine, Aizu Wakamatsu Fukushima from Haolang Babies in other locations from Asada Zanmai, Gegege G- 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 no Kitaro Just Because, Girly Air Force, and others. So if you're a fan of checking out these sites that are seen in different anime, you can go online and look up the Anime Tour- Tourism Association's 2020 pilgrimage sites and maybe make a little trip throughout Japan and, and visit some of these. This was Mitsugi, and this was your Anime News Break. Now, time to get back to the podcast. Did you guys know that over at JList and JBox.com, they do a whole lot more than just sell Japanese snacks, games, and anime figures? They also sell a variety of magazines that let you keep up with Japanese culture and anime. They have lots of stuff for the new year and for December. Coming up, they have Megami Magazine, Dengeki Dio Magazine, Afternoon Magazine, Bomb Magazine with all of the gravure and famous models. They also have cosplay magazines and so much more. So if you want to keep up with Japanese culture, and anime, head over to jlist.com right now and pick up a current issue of one of these awesome Japanese magazines.
1: Welcome back. I always I'm always hesitant to cut that song off, but but we got to get oh, going. Just
0: wanna, oh, oh, you just want to listen? So I've, is that what you're saying?
1: I want to, but
2: forever.
1: <laughs> just we, we got places to be today. Oh, we, uh, okay, okay. Next time, next time, my friend. Uh when we left you, we had a question for you. In the currently cur- airing
0: Yeah.
1: In me. the currently airing anime, Ahiru no Sora, Sora receives what kind of basketball related gift from his mother, Mits? What's the answer?
0: basketball shoes. Shoe, shoes. Shoes, shoes,
1: shoes, shoes, <laughs> shoes. Hmm. Wild. And the Wild. First, and
0: the first thing that happens in that, in that anime is that a bunch of Yankee thug boys come in and they try to take them from him. Oh shit, wait! Of the course. Sims! <laughs> I just can't get enough of that shit. Uh, yeah, a bunch of the Yankee boys come in and they try to take the poor kid's shoes from him. They're like... We're gonna take these shoes and I think they said they were gonna throw them into the river and then they said, No, 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 that's too much effort. We're just gonna throw them into the incinerator at the school. <laughs> like you know, and all, and all I could think you know all I could think of was Jonathan's poor dog. Yeah. So all no, I could think stop. of at first when he was like, he
2: also named his shoes Danny?
0: Yeah, Danny. Yeah. Poor Danny. <laughs> Rest in peace. All right, poor Danny. He did not deserve it He was just a good He was just a good boy He
2: was a good pup He was 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 just a good old old doggo It's too soon Also spoilers For JoJo (laughs) JoJo
1: episode one Two It doesn't matter
2: Was it one? I thought it was two I I don't know
0: Episode whatever One of those wonderful episodes They're both great All right.
2: Coming up now though We have my manga minute Where I'm going to tell you About some mangas I'm
1: excited (laughs) Get hyped
2: And now, let's take a minute for the manga minute with Mandy. This is Mandy's manga minute where I take a minute to tell you about a manga and help you find something new to read. This one is called Magus of the Library. Uh, in a small village of Amun lives a poor boy named Theo. Theo adores books, but because of his pointed ears and impoverished life, impoverished life, he isn't allowed to use the village library. As he endures the prejudice and hatred of the village, he dreams of going where such things don't exist. I don't know how to pronounce this. I think it's Aftzak, Aftzak, which is the city of books. But one day, Theo chances to meet a Kafna, a librarian who works with a great library of Aftzak. Aftzak. Sorry, it's spelled A-F-T-Z-A-A-K, which is a really, I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce Aftzak.
0: it. You're, you're, do, you're Aftzak. Do, I'm here to tell you that you're doing great.
2: Oh, thanks. <laughs> and his life changes forever. Mag- Magus of the Library is a fantasy manga written and illustrated by Mitsu Izumi. It is still currently publishing, but there's currently two volumes available in English. The front cover of the manga, which also says that it was based on a story called Kafna of the Wind by Sophie Swim. I looked this up, and I couldn't find anything about it. Every time I put in Kafna of the Wind, it just gave me this manga, so I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but, um... Magus of the Library is definitely a story for those who possess a love of books. The Kafna work hard to make sure books are available to everyone, and our protagonist, Theo, has a strong passion for reading. The fantasy world that Izumi has created feels so unique to me. Um, they've incorporated some f- common fantasy elements, such as, you know, elves, which I'm assuming which Theo is. He looks like a like a normal elf and fairies and magic but they put them into like this kind of middle eastern type world and despite establishing that ma- that magic does exist in this world the manga still feels very grounded in reality they spend some time going over the history of books and or how to like repair damaged texts and um it- Kind of closely relates or closely mirrors our own history. Um, the first novel uh, follows Theo's desire to borrow books and fighting against the prejudice that he faces every day, and the end of the first um, manga does go suggest a possible tone shift, so I'm eager to see where it goes next. The art is Absolutely gorgeous, and I could not wait to show people um, if you're watching this live. Um, these two-page spreads almost feel cinematic, and there's so much yeah, detail shit. put into the background and the character's clothing or designs of the book covers, and it just makes this manga a feast for the eyes. It's how do you, just even, how do you even draw that?
0: It's like there's so much detail, it must have taken like a month to draw that. I don't even know how yeah. it's possible.
2: I was very surprised, Crazy. but I, I just went inside a bookstore, and I was just exploring. I was like, I'm just going to look at some random manga, because I do that all the time. I pu- just pull books off the shelves, so and I'm like, I'm going to open it up and see what I see, and then I I immediately opened up to, um, I don't know if I could find it in, like, do, I had it bookmarked, and then I lost it, but um, do all the I opened pages up to this page.
0: Good? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, I opened up God. to this one, I was like, holy shit, and I wow. just, like, their clothing and all of like the jewels and the books in the background. I was like, I have to read this book. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, the characters are also very expressive, with a wide range of emotions, and I I loved this first volume, but it does move at a pretty slow pace. Um, I found it to be very relaxing, and I love taking in the beautiful art. Um, I suggest giving it a shot if you're interested in either, like, if you either have a love for books, or if you're looking for a different kind of fantasy. Um, especially if you're currently enjoying The Ascendance of a Bookworm, I highly recommend this. So, uh, yeah, there's only one book available in English right now. Uh, Oh, no, no, sorry, two available in English right now, but uh, there's three out in in Japanese, so we're not too far behind them.
0: Are there a lot of pages in there that look that are that detailed, or is it just kind of like a, a special little reward every, like, you know, 50th page or whatever?
2: Well... Um, not every page is, like, a two-spread like that. <laughs> like, like you have, like, pages like this, but even in I the see. pages where it's just a character, she still has a lot of detail in her clothing. I I, I think the whole thing overall is pretty gorgeous.
0: I'm not, I'm not a big manga reader, but it looked a little Berserk-esque. Just, like, the level of detail. And I don't know about that, but. It's not <laughs> quite that good? Okay. It's, I,
1: I definitely took a look at this when Mandy, like, brought it up, and it definitely has the level of detail that Berserk has. I think the difference is... A lot of the art is like very realistic, and like, oh, these are books, these are places, these yeah. are things, and you can tell like some digital effects were used to help like make it look real nice and prim and proper. Whereas his stuff is more like fantastical, so there's no like sure. right way to do it. So it definitely has a similar like attention to detail, but it's very stylistically accented.
0: One more time, Manny. What was that called
2: again? Magus of the Library. Of the library. Magus being okay. M A G U S. Got it. Also, the name of a Magic: The Gathering card.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but <of> also,
2: course.
1: <laughs> yeah, but also, I looked up uh, Danny, the the dog, on JoJo's Uh-oh. Bizarre oh, no. Encyclopedia. And they have like a whole thing like written out about him. They are treating him like a, a oh. main character. They have like a list of all his like major battles and his abilities. <laughs> writes
2: for Daddy. Daddy writes. Daddy writes.
1: <laughs> it's great. They have like way more <laughs> info about him than anyone needed, and it's he did deserve time. it.
2: Does he have more information than Dio? Because that'd be hilarious. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, that would be great.
0: He was just he, just he was just a good dog. He just wanted pets. He didn't deserve to be burned alive.
1: Too much. Anyway, too
2: okay. much. <laughs> too soon. Too, too soon. soon.
1: <laughs> All right. Shall we move on? Let's do it.
2: In the game of waifus,
1: you either win or you are late to anime school. Cake will be thrown, high
3: school tea will be served. Who will be top in the class and who will be flunked in Mason's Wife Wars?
1: Oh my goodness. So epic. I, lo- I love that drop. It's so wild. Um, now that the spooky oogies are behind us mm. and uh, the clock's fall back, don't forget, change yours. Uh, we move forward it. with our eyes on Thanksgiving. Uh, with that in mind, the theme for this month is family. Whether it be characters mm. that you'd want to start a family with, someone you could bring to Thanksgiving to meet your family a la Summer Wars uh, or just a sweetheart who takes care of their family. Uh, I'm looking at you characters with like a litter of younger siblings. Um, (laughs) Essentially all our precious, wholesome, lovable waifus uh, that the whole family can get behind. So for the opening week of this, I've got to start things off right. I'm talking a nice, proper girl, a nice, a nice waifu, uh, a kind, motherly personality who cares for all around her uh, with a charming disposition who would hit it off with all of your relatives. This is a bright professional who is well-established and enjoys pumpkins and sweet potatoes and everything about this season. Uh, so this is uh, from PA Works 2017 offering, uh, Shiori Shinomiya from Sakura Request. Uh, so this show is the third of PA works original series of working shows. This goes after like Shiro Bako and Hanasaka Iroha and Sakura Quest is like a look at the oft neglected, like small towns throughout Japan. It's not all about Osaka or Kyoto or Tokyo. It's telling the story of the fictional village of Manoyama, which is seems to be inspired by the real life locations of Nami, Fukumitsu, Nanto and Johanna. And this this town—it's a struggling, like rural farming town, with a like aging population and no like draw to pull in tourists or like future residents. They're kind of dying out, and so they're looking to you know get more interest, bring people into the town. And so, mm-hmm. by a factors of mistakes and mishaps, they form the Manoyama Tourism Board, and the group of this board is to. You know remedy the situation get get people interested and this is a 25 episode series and it's lovely and it's relaxing and it's a pretty interesting look into a real problem that Japan is dealing with. Did you guys ever watch this show?
2: No, it's always been on my list though. Did you like it?
1: I did it was like inherently not as like oh my goodness this is anime like Shirobako had and it Mm. wasn't as like high school drama as Hanasaka Iroha. But it was cool. It's like very similar to those vibes. So
2: okay.
1: it's definitely worth checking out.
2: 12 episodes or? How uh, 25. Long was
1: it? 25. It was oh, two seasons. Oh, 25.
2: I, that's much longer it's, than I thought it's a it a juicy yeah. one,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but of, I'll check it out. Of course, all five characters in this show are fantastic waifu material. Uh, though it feels a little cheap to say that because they are like very realistic characters. Um, and a major part of what helps that is. Uh, they have extensive outfits that each of them have like pa works really formed the ability to craft an entire wardrobe for each character and have it used and matched in like interesting combinations throughout the season like i really think they got good at that with Bako and you could see them like mitching mixing tops and bottoms wearing you know sweaters on top using it to tie around their wrists like they always like kept on having this vast palette but it all is consistent and super cool so that's one way i think that a lot of their shows gain that like grounded realism but uh, no one cares (laughs) about that we care about shiori here uh if you don't remember she's like the librarian looking member of the cast she's got her bund brown hair this conservative like sweater and shirt she like wouldn't draw any questioning looks from uh or disapproval from your elders. She's great at housework, so she would love helping you tidy up when there's guests visiting. She's brave and skilled. She takes down like the most ferocious of centipedes with like this calmness and grace. She's just so cool. <laughs> she uh, she is, crushes a centipede. She isn't frivolous like those uh, city girls. You know, she's patient. She's loyal. She sticks around to assist her parents, townspeople, and she acts as the guide for the newcomer Yoshino when she comes to town as the queen of the tourism board um she's got this very like centering aura of order and would be a great waifu for 365.26 days out of a year um (laughs) she's a true sweetheart that everyone would approve of and most importantly i approve of which i dare say it doesn't get much better than that and very cute Mm. yeah very very great big fan
2: mason's Ah. stamp of approval yes
1: yes indeed
0: I moved quick. I got her up here on the Twitch stream so everyone everybody can enjoy her grace. Oh, There's look really... at
1: that. Yeah. You know the um <laughs> Just kidding.
0: You made a good point and soccer request brings up a good point about something that we could talk about in greater detail later, but there is an epidemic in Japan with the sort of they're called I call it, they're called a- a- akia which basically means vacant. There's a big problem in Japan with consolidations in the cities and what happens is that Um, due to the fact that most jobs are located in major cities, I I don't know if people knew this, but almost 40% of Japan lives in Tokyo. Like that's pretty in the Tokyo Mm -hmm. region. And that's pretty insane considering if you add Kyoto and Osaka to that and maybe one other major city like like Nagoya maybe, you're talking like, I don't want to, I'm just going to throw a number out and just, I'm just going to guess 60 to 70% of people. So like there is an epidemic in Japan where due to the fact that most jobs are in the cities and, the fact that so many elderly people uh, in Japan, you know, there, there are so many so many elderly, there are t- whole towns in Japan that are vanishing. And according to this article I'm reading right now, 6 million out of the 60 million homes in Japan are vacant. Um, and a lot of that is because of the, those houses are located in these rural areas. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, that's I think what they're kind of trying to address in Sakura uh, Quest, you know, with trying to drum up interest in these rural areas of the country and, they are and that's why they have the, the Japanese anime pilgrimage sites every year and you know, why they have all these other tourism associations because they're trying to get people to move and to, to just at least visit these other areas of the country because they are they are turning into ghost towns like all throughout Japan and it's kinda crazy. And a little sad too, for sure.
2: That is sad.
1: So according to Wikipedia, a twenty ten census census shows that 90.7 percent of total japanese population live in cities now of course there are more cities than the main ones you just listed so i'm sure your guess isn't too far off but yeah there's a lot more to japan than uh, those places and they're struggling
0: people do not realize how many people live in the tokyo metro um people think like new york's a big city or you know like even shanghai is a big city. There are 38 million people living in the Tokyo Metro. That's like four times as that's like four times what, what most of like a country's like largest city would have. So it's a cool it's a, it'd be it'd be a cool sort of uh, some like like uh, socio political t- conversation for another day. But yeah, it's it's interesting to, to just keep uh, keep tabs on like Japan's current state. So good good pick, Mason. I like it.
1: Why? Thank you. I'm very.
2: Cute. I'm gonna watch it now too.
1: See, even even maybe oh, this week. <laughs> maybe well, I want to hear about what you watched this past week.
2: Yeah, me too. Oh, that's
1: to Segway. What, <laughs> what a segway. What is a, that's why they pay me the big bucks. Man, that's why you get that. Wait, vid-
2: what? You get paid? <laughs> no, Seven no, figure contract. <laughs> I get baby. paid as much
1: as anyone else. I just make Mitt send it to me in big checks.
0: He, mm,
2: he, he wants, just, yeah. He gets his, it just this real big check. Says five dollars. Listen, yep. I'll tell you what. It's
0: it's better than all in like ones, which is what he wanted before. Like a big like rubber banded stack. It was like fourteen he inches tall. To live
2: his best stripper life. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I brought. I, I used to rent a dump truck to dump all the, all the pennies out that he wanted to be paid in pennies. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, so let me start here. Um, we we're, we're gonna be doing what have we been watching? Just keeping you up to date on the stuff we've been watching. Maybe you'll get a couple recommendations here and there. Listen, guys, whether you know this or not, and I am a—I am the biggest Ghibli honk there is, I think. Pretty sure.
2: You don't say. I'm pretty sure. Was, so, that, a, was
1: that an Untitled Goose Game reference? Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: um, I, I am lucky enough to have a girlfriend who also loves Ghibli movies, and she likes going to the movie theater. So we've been doing the Ghibli Fest almost every month. And Ghibli Fest, for those of you that don't know what this is, you really should. It is a... Basically, once a month for a few days, a Ghibli movie hits a lot of theaters in the U.S. There's about 15 in Denver alone. So, I know there's a pretty good shot. You have a a movie theater in your city that does the Ghibli movies. Now, they're usually on like Mondays and Wednesdays, like the days when no one's at the theater. But they are playing some pretty great movies. And this past weekend, for the first time ever, I saw Spirited Away in theaters. And let me just tell you, this movie... It's pretty old now. How oh, old is Spirited Away? It's got to be, what, at least 10
1: years old now, right? I thought it was here. early 2000s. Let me see here. Spirited but Away. I could oh, be wrong. It is,
0: it is nearly 20 years old. That is crazy. Wow. 2001. Okay. So I think there's, I think there could be some people out there that haven't seen Spirited Away. I don't know how many, but there are a few. This movie, especially in theaters, was mind-blowing. I mean, the, the visuals in this film... And the music are absolutely stunning. I mean, there are some shots where I simply have no idea how they animated it. I'm just like, I feel bad for, for I can just see Miyazaki standing over his animators like a whip, just whipping them. You know, like when, um, when, when uh, Lynn is throwing the, the Competo to the soot sprites that are in the boiler room and they're eating the, like the little star shaped candies, yeah. there's like a hundred of them moving at once, all just moving rapidly, catching the, the, uh, the Competo. There's scenes in like side of, um, Yubaba's um, bathhouse, like in her, <laughs> her private area, where um, oh man, he's got something. What do you what do you got there?
2: This is a white one though. I got this in like one of those bright? machines. It's an at, albino. Uh, it's an,
0: it's an albino, so it's bright.
2: It's an albino one, yeah. <laughs> Except he doesn't have red eyes. <laughs> a, co- a couple. Yeah, I got him at a couple in Japan.
0: Cool, A couple cool notes about Spirited Away that you might not know. It is heavily steeped in Buddhist themes. The whole movie is a, and it's very very Miyazaki. Buddhist themes and nature. There's the the an extremely prevalent theme in the movie is greed, and there's there's just it's just everywhere in the movie. To to Shahiro's uh, parents turning into pigs because they're just eating rapidly at the beginning of the movie, to the over to the excess and the gaudy decorations and money counting that Yubaba does, to to No Face going crazy inside the bathhouse because of all the wealth, and all he does is try to bribe and get other people to to do things for him. And he's always trying to get everybody to do things because he has, you know, this gold and everyone's going crazy about gold. And the only thing in the movie that is free of all the greed and is the purest icon in the film is Chihiro. And she refuses to succumb to the greed in the bathhouse. And she rises up above it and is able to escape. Um, the movie is so fantastic. And let me tell you guys next month an even arguably an even better movie is coming to Ghibli fest on November 17th, 18th and 19th. And You are not going to want to want to miss Princess Mononoke in movie theaters. And I'm telling you right now, Mason knows, Mason knows this when they're, when they get through the first scene with, with like the, with, with the, the tainted boar or whatever and they play, and they're playing like the overture of the movie and the the title screen comes up. That music (laughs) is so powerful. I'm getting chills right now. Just, just imagining hearing the music. That is how insanely incredible the Princess Mononoke soundtrack is. So good. You guys and the poor ha- god's voice. I oh, love he's his so voice. cool. He's so cool. Yeah. And then after that, in December, <laughs> they're gonna have uh, the Tale of Princess Kaguya coming to theaters. And I've seen that in theaters already, but um, I'd like to see it in English in theaters instead of in Japanese.
1: So, when these um, Ghibli Fest, do they often do a two-day showing, one subbed, one dubbed, or yes? Okay, because I yes feel they like do. that's how they release some things. But I wasn't sure if that was like a set pattern.
0: For example, the Princess Mononoke will come dubbed on the seventeenth, subtitled on the eighteenth, and dubbed again on the twentieth of November.
1: So there's so no excuses not to uh, find the one pick. that fits you and or people you're going with and uh, sucker them into being fans.
0: And listen, these theaters are not abandoned. I mean, they have a fair amount of people in them. There were probably thirty or thirty to thirty five people in the Bring the Spirit of Away movie um, that I was in. And, and you know, I think that if people go and they support these showings. You're going to get a lot more showings of things like Ghibli, but also that Makoto, sh- um, not Makoto Shinkai. The um, I think mean, he gets screenings anyway. But like uh, Satoshi Kon's movies have been coming to theaters. Yeah, Akira is coming, I think, uh, at some point next year. And again, um, so neat. And um, things I want to see next year from the Ghibli Fest. I want to see Naushka. They usually they usually bring that, but I missed it this past year. I want to see My Neighbor the Yamadas. Not a great cinematic film, but I really want to see it. And then my two Ghibli weak points are only yesterday, which is a Takahata film that I've only seen mm-hmm. once and it was a long time ago and I don't remember much about it and I have not seen when Marty was there. I want to see these movies okay. in theaters and um, you guys should go see them too. Catch up on catch up on your Ghibli knowledge and just just watch a great movie in theaters. Yeah. It's it is just they're they're unlike, a, they're unlike a, anything else you've seen. I really believe that. So. Mandy,
1: I kept on waiting for your no-face uh, piggy bank to uh, want to join oh, in. And
2: I, I almost <laughs> accidentally set him I off. off. Like, if you saw my face, I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> please don't go off. Please don't go off. Hashtag triggered. <laughs> yeah, my Totoro sits like right next to him, and I was trying to get my Totoro out, and I was like, oh, oh, it's, oh a no face. Go off. it's a dangerous game. It's a dangerous game. I cried
0: no less than four times during the Totoro movie. I mean, I am so soft. Oh. I am so soft. It's just, it's just too much. I love it so much. You, you are guys
1: you are it. the big Totoro of the cast.
2: He is the Totoro. Do we mm. sit he's on soft. his on his stomach he's, with that when he has soft. a gigantic mouth?
1: <laughs> I'm not very fuzzy. I don't
0: even have hair on my head, so
2: that's true. He doesn't have any hair.
0: Hmm. I'm not sure. I think he doesn't I think, have a tail. I
2: think Enzo. Could I didn't be know Totoro had a tail.
0: He does. Like a little fluff tail.
2: <laughs> I had no a idea he had a tail. tail.
0: <laughs> there's a, oh, and there's a Totoro looking type monster in. Spirited Away, the radish spirit. Do you guys recall the radish spirit? Yeah, mm-hmm. he looks like yeah. Totoro with like a weird whiskery beard thing, and Pretty he makes the squick, squick, when he walks. And like the Did scene with four the... arms. Yeah, he's he got might. little. He's got little.
1: He's like a you know yeah, he's arms? like a yeah. ginseng kind of guy with extra yeah. limbs. And he looks the, like a ginseng. The scene when he like squishes Chihiro in the elevator was like my uh, wallpaper mm-hmm. for a while.
0: Oh, no. that's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> she's she barely fits in there with him.
2: Uh, Enzo is in the chat right now and he says y'all can jump on my stomach I guess yeah, I
0: think I think Enzo's <laughs> the Totoro the of the group I'm pretty Enzo's
2: sure. Enzo's the Totoro yeah,
1: yeah sure. We just need a really bad edit of like the line of animals like marching with the little umbrellas with Can our, I be the frog? With our faces poorly plastered on them <laughs> Alright
2: I want what to be guys, the frog
0: What have you guys been watching?
2: Anyways <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah it. I watched tons of stuff not surprising (laughs) i caught up on all my seasonal shows um bookworm is still i don't know what to say about bookworm it's uh still has it's still slow Mm -hmm. but uh it still does some interesting things here and there that i'm like oh that was interesting to like like how she is still trying to figure out how to make books and there's something that always gets in her way and there's this theme of like um and least i think the last episode there's a strong theme of destroying um something that somebody created and like the sadness that brings upon the creator and i was like oh that's kind of interesting but still it's still pretty slow size life um uh no guns life mason have you been keeping up with that
1: yeah i've been watching it
2: I actually really like the third episode. Did you? The third
1: was definitely better than the second.
2: Same. But yeah, I thought so as well.
1: It definitely went in a weird direction. I don't think it's really spoilers, but essentially a character has the power to control essentially anyone who's been yes. altered.
2: Mm-hmm. And, I, I was thinking of it as like hacking. Yeah. He just hacking them.
1: Okay, And uh, he takes over another prominent character in the show, just like without asking, just as like, hey. I got places to be. I'm gonna take you over.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that part, uh, we so. haven't
1: really got to the <laughs> ramifications of this when he kind of, because they're on the same team. He's obviously going to eventually let mm-hmm. up control, and uh, I think it'll be very curious to see how this character reacts to being hijacked and like having their body yeah. just thrown mm-hmm. around a bit. That's so <laughs> so. there is something so scary.
2: like it definitely has those comedic moments in it, mm-hmm. like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood kind of style, but. I don't know, there was something about the last one, the themes of that one that reminded me a little bit of Ghost in the Shell-ish, kind of. I think that's why I was like, oh, this episode is really cool.
1: Yeah, (laughs) there's definitely the disconnect between what the body is and what... Yeah. Yeah, and all that stuff. So it's definitely still good. It's definitely still staying the course, still watching it. But it's not as good as Outburst Dreamer Boys, I'll tell you that much.
2: <gasps> Outburst Dreamer Boys is so great! Oh my great. goodness. It's
1: just fun. <laughs> okay, it's fun third, personified into an anime. I think it
2: was <laughs> the third episode or was the fourth? The one with, with the green hair boy that came in? And I was like, ah, I wasn't he, really hot on that episode. He came boring. in on
1: the end of the third. Like he arrives to Japan, end of episode three. The fourth three, episode, the fourth was episode all based is him. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that one I wasn't too hot on. I was like, oh, it's kind of boring. I don't really care for this character. The last episode was hilarious. And again, I laughed out loud.
1: (laughs) I just, I like the guy who's like really like threatening and he's like, don't stand behind me. Me too. I drink my coffee black like don't don't mess with me and then you oh, realize oh don't stand behind him because him trying to drink coffee black irritates his stomach and gives him the stinky poops and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you mm-hmm. think like that this whole time is like stay away from me but it's really just nah he just uh farts a bit and uh, he really doesn't want yeah. you behind him cuz you might smell it <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, and the pink haired guy too He no, came that, in Yeah, that, he was that like, was
1: him, the cat boy
2: uh, The pink haired guy, cat boy, who's super aggro Of course, my favorite character Of course,
0: obviously <laughs> I love that
2: he comes in, he gets everyone together He's like, I have a mission for you He makes it sound like there's like a murder mystery at this a theme park And then someone calls him out He's like, your sisters just really wanted you to work there He's like, yes! <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> yes, they'll kill me if I don't I get help for the theme park I don't
1: know it's just all these characters are the perfect mix between like being dumb but not being annoying Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. having a lot of heart and I'm enjoying it
2: man and like we don't have a review coming of this coming up so I'm probably going to talk about it all the time yep (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah the there's a part with the pink-haired guy where he has to work at um, running this uh, like little kid train at the um, at the theme park, and it's so funny. Every time he pushes the button, he's like, "Y'all better hope you make it back from hell." And he pushes him, like bye <laughs> and
1: it's just this little like, <laughs> "Oh my goodness."
2: Yeah that part was cracking me up and the like super um, like the guy who thinks his soul is blacker or demon guy I've been possessed
1: by a demon and I have all these like animal like <laughs> yeah.
2: th- he has works. to work the food court and the way that he like orders like when people order food he calls back he's like give me the skin of a dragon well, I don't know yeah. it's like so much of weird shit and <laughs> <It's- laughs> he's like what are you talking about? <laughs> I was cracking up. I love this series. I love the idol boy, too. The boy who's obsessed with idols.
1: All the characters There's, are great. Your, your mileage with this show will depend entirely on how lovable you think they are.
2: And, and how much you sympathize with the sense of humor. main
1: character. <laughs> she gets yeah. pushed into all these situations that she dislikes, but finds just interesting enough to stick around. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of us.
2: Basically, us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh also chihaya Furi started up and they gave oh, us wow. three episodes and oh, that's good. I, I love it so much i was super hyped by the end of the third episode i was like i can't wait for more but we'll be doing a review, right, an impression on that yeah i have not
1: watched any of it yet is it everything I'm, that you
0: expected and was ho- and we hoping for from it
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, it jumped right back in. I think the first episode has a little bit of a this is what happened last time because it's been, like, how many years? Six years?
0: Too many. I think it's been more. Too, Too many, in fairness.
2: It's been a really long time since season two. So it was like, this is kind of like what happened in last uh, couple of seasons, just to catch you up a little bit. It was a tiny bit. But and then after that, it just jumped right in. We're like, we're already at matches. They're super exciting. I can't wait. And they're more. releasing
1: episodes in groups of two, at least for episodes two and three and four and five, just to help like bring it up to speed with the
2: five is out. Well, four and five are coming out at the same time. Oh, they are. Awesome. They will be just cool.
1: because it started so much later in the month. Mm, so okay. I, uh, I'm i going to wait until I can just blast through a bunch of those at once for the impression. But I'm yeah, excited. I don't
2: want to talk too much about it because you have to do an impression on it. So. But know that I love it. And I'm so excited. Well,
1: we can talk about stuff that we finished. Because yeah. I think so, I finished like three things. You go yeah, first. So yeah, I finished.
2: All through Paradise Kiss and? and oh, it's so good! I loved it. Is it, it better really than Nana?
1: Good. That's the question. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Sure, I and
2: still like Nana more. Sorry, I, I have them as like
1: equal <laughs> in my book.
2: I think, I the think Nana's only thing better,
1: that, but this one has an ending, so I'm like.
2: True, uh, but uh. even the ending, I was kind of like that was kind of weird because I don't know the ending. Kinda, I don't want to spoil anything, but it has kind of a time skip and where it ended up. I was like, yeah. I wasn't seeing that. Like, I wasn't expecting that.
1: <laughs> but but the um, ending, as in the ending song of Franz Ferdinand. Uh, it's true. With that yeah. dance. Oh, my goodness. It's yeah, so that's true, Yeah, It's so invigorating with life. I love it.
2: Um, so, but Paradise Kiss is not streaming anywhere legally. So, But it is available on YouTube. So that's how I watched it. And it was, I had to watch the English dub. That's the only place I could possibly, I could find this at all. And I was like, man, I really want to watch this. Like the D, like the like DVDs are now like a hundred dollars, like a bo- like a set. I was like, no. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that, I watched it on YouTube, English, and uh, it was all right. I mean, I'm talking about the dub was all right. Um, it wasn't too painful, but uh, yeah, definitely if you. Are able to check it out. Definitely check it out because I enjoyed that. And that one is about um, like a bunch of college students who are trying to get into like the world of fashion, and they um make they're trying to make a dress for a fashion show and they hire a high school girl like who's like in her senior year she's getting ready to graduate to be their model and um of course there's like a bunch of uh romance going on between different characters a bunch of drama with that and yeah it's it's uh i really enjoyed it it's really good it's a
1: digestible like 12 episodes that is a little yes. bit easier to recommend was 13, than th- nana's I th- I was 12. what is it 47 49 yeah, know. Nana's pretty long. But uh, they're both good. Check both of them out. I finished, and I'm kind of bummed that Enzo isn't here to talk about it, because he mentioned, uh, like, he's he in wanted the chat. to hear my final thoughts of it. I know. Um. So the first thing I finished was uh Mecha Q-City Actors, who I, oh, which I okay. talked about, I think, a couple episodes ago, where I was like, oh, I watched the first six episodes. It was super cool. It was super zany. It's a Shaft show, which I love their shows i'm just like marching through all their back catalog that i haven't seen i think my next one is what was it like dempa ono to seishun otoko which i haven't Dem- seen but okay yeah i, don't I really girlfriend yeah it looks kind of uh, whatever but uh mecha mecca q city actors was i now i know why enzo wanted to hear my thoughts on the ending because i really loved the first part of it and the ending was still fine but it just didn't have the same appeal and zaniness and like intertwined threads and same setup so I don't know I was it's definitely i I'd recommend it if you're a big shaft head like myself but I don't know if it like stuck the landing so much that it'd be like yeah you gotta you gotta see it through I don't know I don't know I don't know good music though Ambitious. That's all.
2: This based on Vocaloids, isn't it?
1: This was like a multimedia project where they like released mm-hmm. like a Vocaloid album, a m- manga, a light novel, and like the anime, like all like at once with all like different roots and all like weird stories and stuff. So it was started by a Vocaloid guy, but it's definitely like not inherently in that vein. It's not mm-hmm. like an idol show or anything like that.
2: <clears throat> but it was—it was definitely cool.
1: It was definitely ambitious, which I always give props for.
2: I like the character designs.
1: Yeah, they're yeah.
2: very—they're just very different.
1: There's there's a bunch what? of charming characters. NA is best girl of the series. If uh, there was any doubt. <laughs> what, what else did you watch?
2: Um, yeah, one thing that I really wanted to just briefly touch on was i finished i started and finished all of utakoi and this is something that i never hear anyone ever talk about and when i looked it up on mao it's like only six thousand people have watched it so i was like oh that's probably why i never hear anyone talk you're about just this. trying to
1: get more of that shihaya <laughs> fix
2: yeah so uh utakoi which is also known by the choyaku yaku 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 um, Ninshu Uta Koi, which is um, like the 100 Romantic Poems. It's basically the history of the cards that they use in Karuta. And um, this one is a, it says super, super liberal interpretation. So I don't know how true everything in there is, but uh, it's uh, an anthology that compiles a bunch of the different stories uh, focused around the poets of the, you know, the poets who put, um, poems into the 100 romantic poems and uh yeah i it's mostly a comedy it has a very simple art style but i actually really enjoyed it um it's 13 episodes long there's one episode in the middle that was very much a filler that had it was so silly it was a comedy it was about like what if all the poets were running a race but they're using heart drawn carriages it was so stupid But, uh, everything else before that are different, um, characters who are falling into, like, taboo love. There is, like, someone who is falling in love with the Empress. There are ones of, like, um just different kind of status like because back then you got married before your bloodline and if you were like someone who's very poor and you're in love with someone who's you know high up in the japanese court you couldn't be together and so there's a lot of that there was one about um a woman who fell in love with another woman and you know that wasn't allowed but it was very interesting because like there except for one story one story actually did have a happy ending all the others are very bittersweet and it's kind of like this is where this poem came from and so and then those have the poem at the end and a lot of them you do hear in like furu when they're reading them out like the chihayafuru one was in there and uh, yeah, I really liked it though. There was there was quite a bit of comedy. Like Narihara or Nadi Narihira, I think his name was, was a playboy. <laughs> and, of course, a lot of things around surrounding him was really funny. Um, yeah, I like a lot of the drama was very adult. Like there were a lot of um, uh, like like sex scandals kind of going on as well (laughs) like people sleeping with people's wives (laughs) so i i do recommend checking it out okay yeah i'll uh, definitely
1: watch that then
2: yeah i really enjoyed it it's i looked at the art style and i thought oh it might be a short but no they're 24 minutes per episode and it's available on crunchyroll so uh yeah yeah. if that sounds interesting to you check it out
1: well in the very opposite Aesthetic. I finally, after a thousand years, finished Initial D season oh one. My God! Oh a my thousand goodness!
2: Years? How talk, many episodes? Talk like
1: dirty 20, to me. Twenty. F-
2: it took you a thousand it's, years it's for 20, that.
1: It's twenty six. It's twenty six. Okay. Talk, yeah. talk. says
2: someone who would finish it in a day. Talk
1: dirty. Yeah. <laughs> was that a JoJo pose? Just flexing? I don't on know me? what it was. I think it was. I was
2: like just gonna do this. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Good uh, question.
1: I think if I was. <laughs> watching this week to week it would have been aggravating and i think if i didn't know that season two is available right now it would have been aggravating because it ends like with no conclusion with no like resolution to any arcs it's just very much like you want more of this don't you and i'm like yeah yeah i'll, I'll take some oh, more it's please so freaking good uh so is, is don't think this is a show where you can be like oh i watched season one I got the whole story. I don't don't need the other stuff. No, it very, it very much is going to mandate more viewings of future seasons, which I uh, don't mind because it was fun. It was oh, it's so good. It's, it's a perfect bingeable show. It It very much knows how to pace itself so that as soon as one race is ending, it's mid episode. And by the end of the episode, it's already built up hype for the next race. So there's like no, once you're in it, you're you you can not get out of the cycle. You just you have the Eurobeats blasting, you're like, uh, I'm watching the next episode and it's two AM and I need to get oh to bed God. but <laughs> I
2: need to go to bed. But I gotta push play. But I'm
1: sure the next episode will end the story <laughs> and, and nope, it just keeps on rolling and uh
2: keeps on rolling just like
1: <laughs> it does. Yeah. Uh, the, the the OP and ETs are very weird because like they don't have like a lot of shots from the show. It's just like live action footage of like the band performing the music.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So oh, that was right kind of a, that, yeah.
1: that was like an old school, like odd look, but, uh, in the end it was just a pretty fun time. Like none of the characters were deep. None of them were super compelling. It was just a, you're here fun. for just the raw racing aesthetic. And despite not knowing much about cars, I had a good time.
0: A couple of notes, dude. So I, I'm sure like, I don't, I don't know how you feel about the the CG of the cars in season one of initial, oh, I loved it?
1: it. I loved it. Oh, you loved
0: it. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, cause,
1: I, I cause, was not at all deterred by it. Uh, to me, it looks a little
0: How rough. How
2: old
0: is it? Um, Initial D came out. I have it up right now. I have it, I have it up right here. Initial D came out or, originally, in, initially, and I get it. It came out in 1998.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. In, 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 in so the, in 98. The, in so three G-G. years,
1: be, three years before uh, Spirited Away, and it doesn't even look like it's no, from the same no. media. Yeah, I bet. Like, 1998
0: okay. is like I don't know. Arguably, in my opinion, one of the best years of, uh, of anime, but like. By the time you get to the fourth season of Initial D, the stage four, the cars look so much better. Like, it's so obvious that, like, that the anime took off, the manga took off, the, the arcade machines were taken off, and, like, the budget just went through the roof. Well, every and season
1: so of Initial better. D was done by a different studio. Really? Yeah, which I okay. thought was interesting. So I'm interested to see if I can see any, like, distinct change in the stuff. But uh, I've, I like the charm of it. It was, I mean, it's not. I'm not walking away with any like deep themes or like messages that it pulled on my heartstrings for, but it was an enjoyable ride that uh, I've, I've been meaning to check off like the bucket list of being a uh, the proper knowledgeable person because it's in the general culture of yeah. Oh, yeah. Japan. So feel good to uh, finally finish that up.
0: Mason, Mason, I asked you a question about initial D before, but you didn't have the answer at that point. How did you guess about
3: the
1: uh, the duct tape match? The the duct tape match, it was. I don't know if it was one of like I didn't like it as much as some of the other races, but just like the conceit of like how it came about, uh, is undoubtedly wild.
0: What is your most (laughs) hype moment then? Since since because to me, the duct tape match is pretty hype moment, but I honestly, I think
1: episode 5 like when he pulls up to the race for the first time like pulls up to the line cuz it's been 5 episodes and like it definitely is a slow burn for the first race yeah and you, you keep on knowing he's going to do it but you're just waiting for him to commit and you're just like waiting and when he finally is like yeah yeah we're going to race boys you're like we're doing well, it we're doing the thing guys we're doing the thing he's coming to the thing oh they're go- he's not going to make it in time oh he made it in time oh oh Oh, we're and just I, I buckled in. I, I got bought a seatbelt online, installed it into my chair so I could uh just be more with it. It was a strap good strap in, yeah. Well, it's very shown.
2: Click it or ticket, Mason. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's very shown, and it's going to keep and it's going to keep escalating, you know. So, yeah, strap yourself in. Get it? Haha, <laughs> it's pretty good. I need to watch it. It's fun. They're not done with it. I don't think the fifth, the fifth, the se- fifth stage didn't finish the manga. I don't think. So, and I don't know if they will finish it because it's been a long while now.
1: So, I
2: have too many things on my to watch list. I don't know which one to watch next. Yeah. Um,
1: what I've else, got guys? one more thing to talk about, but Mandy, if, I don't know if you had something you wanted to bring up first.
2: If we have time, I don't mind. You can go ahead and finish yours, and if we have time, I'll talk briefly okay. about something else. I'll go else. quick.
1: I was just going to say, I watched the. Cabinary of the Iron Fortress movie.
2: Oh, how was that? That came out
1: on Netflix. I think it was middle of September. Okay. Um, so this is a so there were there's three Cabinary movies. There's two that are just summaries of the first season, like part one and part two, and then movie three is a sequel. It takes place six months later. Uh, from like the TV show and it's on Netflix and they released it it's a movie in Japan but they broke it down into three 30 minute episodes for Netflix and it's not like recut in any way so the episodes just end after 30 minutes and it has like the opening and ending so that's one thing that's kind of odd but easily the worst part about this is that if you go to Netflix it just says, Cabinary of the Iron Fortress, the battle of the wherever it takes place. And it says, season one. And it has the three episodes. So if you didn't know that this is a sequel movie to something, which it says nowhere, you just say, oh, this is a new anime thing, and there's three episodes of it. Let me start watching it. And because it says season one, you think this is the beginning of the show. Hmm. And it, because they're not going to direct you to Crunchyroll or wherever actual yeah. show is. So if someone came into this, not I knowing it's, it's a sequel, crime,
2: I think, sorry.
1: Well, it's on net. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But, mm-hmm. uh, so like that's not like a great marketing thing. So if you didn't know that you'd be lost right out of the gate. So mm-hmm. that's that's confusing. Not, not a good look, but the worst part, yeah. even worse than that is. It's just terrible. It's so oh, bad. Shit. It's horrendous. There uh, comes it's, the hot takes. It's just 50 <laughs> minutes of May like flopping around Mason. with like subpar animation like for a movie and like they completely ruined her like strong character. She's just very oh, like man. needy and whimpery and whiny and just nothing about it was interesting. Like some of the choreography was barely... Barely passable, and there uh, was a, a little smooch, maybe that was kind of nice. Ooh. But besides that, it's this was a slog of three oh. episodes to get through. And she's so
0: tough I, in the in the series.
1: Yeah, yeah. Every, every really everything really ends strange. with her getting rescued, uh, knitting for him, just becoming knitting. completely docile. It's just, it was not good, and I don't recommend anybody watch it. And I hope that. Someone who starts off with this isn't like, I mean, the first season of Cup and Mary wasn't like so mind blowing, but it was definitely better than this movie. And I'm sorry, I don't. Did,
0: did you say knitting?
1: Knitting. <laughs> what? Knitting this doesn't seem like her. At I have all. nothing She's... against people who knit. Yeah, but, but it's uh, not Mume. It just seem like <laughs> her Mason character. hates
2: that knitting. Life. I hate knitting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you kn- I don't,
2: knitting. Don't, don't to talk to, out to me. Of 10, am yeah. I right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it just—it was just—it's just abysmal on all fronts. And uh, d- don't watch it. Just, just, wow. and it doesn't seem like it will have any long-term ramifications to the plot if they continue the series, which I would imagine that they would. They're just, just well, w- read the Wikipedia summary and move on. Uh, Cabinera, don't waste your time.
0: Cabinera, like, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a decent TV show, but I'm surprised it even has three movies because it's just not. It, first of all, it didn't seem like it. The, st- the world didn't seem like it warranted three movies, and there just wasn't much to the anime. So I don't know. I'm just kind of shocked that it got that it got so much. But I mean, I, I just remember it was riding on the hype of uh, Attack on Titan when it came out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well,
2: and, it also and helps. Like, it has
1: the Sawano like doing the music for it, which is yeah, the I mean, big epic drops. And they didn't, of course. It sounded like they didn't re-record or make any new music for it, so they were just reusing insert songs from the show they use the same op and ed from that so hmm. it was just tacked together and lifeless
0: it's like wit studios bastard child like it's the one that they've done they've done so much and i just feel like copman wasn't as good as the yeah. other as the other things. yeah
1: which is a shame because i like wit so. i like a lot of oh, stuff yeah. they do
0: they're good yeah they've yeah. been great so well mandy that's, what that's else all
2: I had. Interesting. Um, I finished two manga. Uh, the first one was, I finally finished Tokyo Tarareba Girls, and I love that one a lot. Um, this one is by the same mangaka who does Princess Jellyfish, Mm -hmm. um, my brain just died and i can't remember her name give me one quick second so i can fight it it is um akiko higashimura she does uh princess jellyfish she also did blank the manga for blank canvas which i am currently reading it's currently publishing which i also I've, have been really enjoying but um tokyo taranaba girls is about eight three uh women who are in their uh, 30s and they are still single and they're trying to get married before the 2020 olympics that is their goal <laughs> <laughs> and it's just about them and them coming to realize that hey we don't have to get married <laughs> <laughs> that's not something that we have to do so uh yeah it's about the um main woman is introduced to a uh famous actor named key and uh, about them kind of like about them um uh, bouncing off of each other because Key is very young and he doesn't like the way that they go out and drink together every night. He thinks it's kind of childish for their age. And she consider- considers it, um, I forgot her name. I'm trying to remember it. My brain is like all over the place today because I binge through a ton of stuff. Uh- <laughs> but um, Rinko, is that's her name. She, uh, she considers it just girl time then they they go out and drink and complain about men all night basically and it's about those two um working together also because rinko is a is writing the scripts for a bunch of the dramas that key is also being a part of and they're just bouncing off of each other which is funny because this
1: got adapted into a live action television drama yeah
2: yeah yeah and it looks real the drama looks great I need to watch it I absolutely would be down
1: to watch that with you that this, oh, I is, would love to. this looks yeah. so much fun and it won the 2019 Eisner award oh nice uh, for like best writing from Asia so
2: I hear a lot of people call it the like um the Japanese version of sex in the city basically oh my That's gosh what I hear a lot of people call call it yeah I really enjoyed it's it and I like the ending as well heck yeah! Um, heck yeah. I also finished Urisawa's uh, manga Pluto, which is not a new manga, by the way. This is like, how old is it now? Six years old? <laughs> I think it came out in... Oh, no, it came out in 2003. So, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I really love this manga. And we read the first two volumes for Manga Club a yeah. long time ago. And I really enjoyed those, but I didn't pick it back up for a long time because I just kept putting more stuff in front of it. I was like, I have to read all this manga for manga minutes and manga clubs. (laughs) It took me forever. And then finally I sat down. I was like, I'm going to just read Pluto. And as soon as I picked it back up, I didn't stop reading it until I finished it. It was like over a span of like three or four days. But uh yeah it's it is a fantastic manga. I loved it. It is also based on Astro Boy, which I know nothing about. <laughs> so <laughs> I felt bad that I knew nothing about Astro Boy, but it is uh good if you're interested in manga or media that deals with the um kind of like what like <laughs> what makes a human human? Like if an AI is trying to uh, become more human than why, like, kind of like just the exploration of that and also just the nature of the soul. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. A lot. There are a lot of really good characters and some that made me cry in it. So yeah, it's really good. I highly, highly recommend that one. And the anime is coming out in, like next year, I think? Hmm. Maybe? I can
1: dig it. I can dig it. I can dig
2: it. Yeah, can like- dig it we can dig get- Honestly, I enjoyed this so much. It might be in my top five manga now. Wow. It was whoa. really, really good. I highly oh. recommend it. Wow.
1: That's have wild. you read have you read the other ones? Like <laughs> Jellyfish and all that? Because I've only seen those. But I oh, haven't. you're back
2: to that. I'm thinking about Udusawa. I was like, Udusawa oh, yeah, and sorry. Jellyfish?
1: I still had the page for Rivera.
2: <laughs> and I was like,
1: whoa. Yeah, that's what she's talking about. Yeah, no. Uh,
2: I obviously watched
1: Pluto's Oh sorry, great. go ahead. Obviously Pluto's great
2: i watched all of princess jellyfish i have not read all of it yet okay okay i would love to though if i ever get the chance to i would love to read all of it i have the first volume the collection which i think is like the first two volumes in one okay the omnibus but yeah i would love to read all of tokyo or jellyfish
1: sorry sorry going back in time that's okay
2: you were like, uh, did you read? Uh, yeah, that's great. But did you read uh, jellyfish? I was thinking Udasawa, Did jellyfish? Western. Yeah, uh, jellyfish
1: is the uh, localization for monster.
2: Mm, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> different type, Different name. Right.
1: Of course. Exactly. Exactly.
0: The only other thing I would add to this topic is that I am planning on going back to um, to where it all began, the 80s. You know, I am a, I am a child Ooh. of the 80s. So um, there's so many good OVAs from the 80s that just are just bleed, like, Japan's 80s pop culture, which is, you know, like, big hair and motorcycles and just stuff like that. And Megazone 23 is a show that I want to watch. I'm going to put that on my list. And, I, and I've been meaning to watch uh, Genesis Climber, Moss um, Peda, so I'm going to try to watch that. Megazone 23 is super short, but it's just, like, I don't know, the giant hair of, like, the Bubblegum Crisis Girls and, uh, like, Megazone is just... I don't know. I, I love the way that, like, that stuff looks from, from back in the day. So, going to... You know, there's like, like that was back before a lot of stuff went on TV. There's like hundreds of OVAs from the 80s. So, I'm gonna jump into some of these and uh, check them out. So maybe I'll be reporting on some of this older stuff um, when we do our next. What have you been watching? So,
1: cool, cool,
2: awesome. Also, they brought out a one night ultimate werewolf theme, but with B stars themed, and I thought that was hilarious, and I had <laughs> to say it. <laughs> nice. He apparently was on Crunchyroll, so check that out. <laughs> If you like tabletop games.
0: All right. Are
1: we done? I think so. I think so. Yeah. All right.
2: So this is our show intro trivia question, which we will let you ponder before we come back from break. And the question is, in the film Spirited Away, what is the coveted food that ultimately gets Lin to take Chihiro to see Yubaba? And we will answer it after the break. So don't go anywhere.
0: See you soon. Hey everybody, Mitsugi's back. One last time bringing you more of your anime news. Looks like the Studio Trigger and X-Flag film ProMade is has done quite well and it has actually surpassed the 1 billion yen mark reaching about 1.4 billion yen or 13 million dollars in theaters as of Wednesday the film the uh, which is a pretty big success for the movie and also Promade has been nominated in the Academy Awards best animated picture category so that's also great news as well for Studio Trigger the director Hiroyuki Imaishi and the screenwriter Kazuki Nakashima who made appearances at the film's TIFF screening on Wednesday. So pretty big news for Studio Trigger. For those of you that are fans of that movie, it's doing quite well. You might want to check it out when it becomes available to you. Next up, some Pokemon news. Pokemon Sun and Moon's manga is ending. It looks like it is going to be ending in the January 2020 issue of Shogaku-kan's monthly Koro Koro Ichiban, which is is going to be coming out uh, pretty soon. But they also revealed that they are going to be ending this manga, but at the same time starting the Pokémon Sword and Shield manga, which is going to be launching in the exact same volume of that uh, magazine, so probably more or less in line with the release of the game. So if you're big fans of Pokémon, you will literally not have to go without a gap of Pokémon in an issue of this magazine. They are going to phase one out and move right to the next one, probably until the end of the human race uh, exists on Earth. They will make Pokémon games, anime, and manga, so you will never have to run out of this. Uh, next up, we have a list of the Manga Entertainment Company's Q1 2020 schedule of manga releases. Some pretty good stuff here. In January, they're going to be releasing Zombieland Saga, the complete series on DVD and Blu-ray. Dragon Ball Super Part 10 on the same platforms. Tanya, the saga of Tanya the Evil, the complete series on Blu-ray, DVD in February. Helsing Ultimate, SSSS, Gridman. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Heroic Age, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, Fruits Basket, Radiant, and Star Blazers all getting releases in February. And in March, Attack on Titan, Season 3, Part 2, and Rising of the Shield Hero coming out. So if you're fans of these properties, look out for these DVD and Blu-ray releases coming out in the first quarter of next year. And lastly, a pretty little spicy little news story here from Gundam creator Toshiyuki Tomino criticizing Makoto Shinkai's works for a lack of sexual intimacy. He was asked in an interview what he thought of Kyoto Animation and and Shinkai's works, and he said, quote, I see them as my rivals. From my generation's perspective, you don't have to go out of your way to make an anime that feels like an introspective novel. Then he went on to say that he described Shinkai's works as, quote, a story about a boy and a girl who are always stretching out hands towards each other, and yet the boy's hands never reach the girl's crotch, is what Tomino has said and wonders, quote, why they don't go any further. I want him to make a story where they aren't just satisfied with no physicality. Well, Shinkai is a young director, so I suppose he can make films like that. Uh, pretty bold comments coming from Tomino, who can pretty much say whatever he wants because he is a god in the anime industry and just perhaps a reminder to all of us that the Japanese industry is run by old Japanese men. And um, come on, Shinkai, just give Tomino what he wants. Just, you know, little, just even some handholding. I mean, let's just, let's go. All right. That was Mitsuki, and this was your Anime News Break. Now, time to get back to the podcast. Hey, Anime Addicts. Did you know that the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast now has an exclusive RSS feed for our paid content, our hobby addicts, our after parties, and, of course, our hentai episodes as well? So head over to our website, aaapodcast.com, Become a member, support the podcast, and you'll be able to enjoy all of our awesome exclusive content, up to eight episodes per month, on your mobile devices, the same way you would enjoy our normal episodes, and you'll be supporting the podcast as well. You've heard of Confessions
3: of a pope But now comes the heartwarming tale of Kazuo. I don't know any country songs, so I'm trying to like sing along to songs I don't know and getting drunk with some grandma. From the best-selling authors of Her Moe Majesty
0: and the best Yuri bartender in Florida comes Growing
3: Up Kazuo. First time I was in a shootout, two years old. South Bronx, going across the street in my baby stroller. My uncle was pushing me and a shootout broke out in the middle of the street. Be there through the formative years. So I was 16, I think, and my family went on a cruise to the Bahamas. For some reason, they thought it was a good idea to give me and him, his name's Steve, um, our own room. Yeah. These two young men, let's give them their own room. What what trouble could they possibly get into? As we're walking onto the cruise ship for the first time, we're walking through the hallway, there's like a, a door that's ajar. And I, I open it, and I look inside, it's like a janitorial closet, so there's like brooms and mops and whatnot. And there's also... A big bottle of whiskey just sitting in this janitorial closet. I'm like, okay, mental note, close the door. So later on that night we pick up the bottle of whiskey, get completely trashed. We're we're basically drunk the entire cruise. Will a child's dreams come true? It wasn't even an option growing up. Like it was it was a dream. That a young poor boy had that I was like, one day I'm gonna go to Japan. And it was like, believe I'm gonna it. gonna go to Japan? And I was like, that's never gonna happen. That's not possible. <laughs> like, at best, you will not end up in prison. <laughs> and Tales of Young Love. My first, like, real kiss. Like, we've all had, like, when we were kids, you little peck, you know, you're playing spin the ball or something like that. But my first real, like, sexual kiss, like, makeout session. And we end up, her and I make, make our way to her bedroom. So this is about to get super explicit. She's got him on one side, me on the other. Then I, we, have you ever heard of a, an Eiffel Tower?
0: Growing up, Kazuo. Flying off bookshelves everywhere. Order yours now on Amazon or by visiting www.aaapodcast.com. Now, back to the show.
1: When we left you, we had the in-show weekly trivia question, which was, In the film Spirited Away, what is the coveted food that ultimately gets Lynn to take Chihiro to see you baba? Mandy, what was the answer to that?
2: The answer is a roasted newt.
1: Mmm. Give me Sounds some of delicious.
2: that.
0: Sounding it's like a snack. Pretty gross. Everybody wants that roasted newt, but it looks
1: horrible
2: it. Looks, like, it looks, I do It looks very. I wouldn't until we try it. It's like a stiff, exactly. sharp.
0: He 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 like twirls it in his fingers, and it's it's like this stiff little. Mm. Ugh, ugh, no, nope, not mm, for me. Not for good. me. Oh, okay. But right. It's crunchy. Well, it probably was crunchy.
2: Actually, I've had alligator before. How much different can a newt be?
0: <laughs> probably not that different. And you I've know what? Alligator. She, she hogs bad. that.
2: There can't be any meat
0: on a newt, though. That's the thing. You're just eating like organs and mm, bones ribs and ribs.
1: Yeah. Well, she just like mainlines it. That's yeah, 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 one, yeah. one massive slurp.
0: That frog man, he just wanted one leg and she wouldn't give it to him.
3: Just give me a leg or so something. So great.
0: You just give me a little
2: one leg, Lynn.
0: Nope, not one leg. All
2: right. And then he got turned into frog legs.
1: Yes, he did. <laughs> Get wrecked, nerd. Yeah, all
2: right. <laughs> frog nerd.
0: <laughs> so, we have, uh, as we always do, we have some love from our listeners. So, we are going to jump right into what we do every week, a five-star review. So, here we go.
3: For iTunes reviews,
1: Love me some
0: Outlaw Star. All right, so it's not from from, uh, Looskers. It's not just a podcast. It's a lifestyle. I drive from Utica to Boston every other week to see my girlfriend. We both recently graduated, and she's in grad school, and I am working at a hotel to make money while I look for a job and apply to grad school in Massachusetts. I have a four-hour drive, and I listen to one uh, or the others to start the drive, and then I usually finish it out with uh, AAA. So it's nice to listen to, um, to you lot talk about anime and manga. I like to think I have a generally good knowledge of anime. I began seriously watching a few years ago and started with Naruto on Toonami, and it's crazy how much you all know and can vibe off each other on almost every show. You all produce one of my favorite podcasts. I have a few friends that watch anime and that I can talk, talk about it with, so it's nice to listen to all of you every week. I can't wait for episode 500, oh boy. you all have a fan for life. Thank you so much, Looskers. You are- uh, Oh, that's awesome. You have a fan. We're a fan of you.
2: Yeah. Heck
1: yeah, Northeast Boys.
2: I'm your biggest fan.
0: Spread the word. Spread the word.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: Spread the anime addiction, like like the plague. Okay. Mm. And we also have impressions. Are you guys ready to jump into these?
2: I
3: think
1: so.
2: Today, we're going to
3: be doing impressions. Impression time. Believe it.
0: Believe it. Just, just bah. It. leave it. Yeah, that's right. So, one of you has two, right?
2: Um, yeah, I we are doing uh, Stars a Lion, which is one of Enzo's shows. Mm-hmm. Enzo couldn't be here, unfortunately, but I said that I would pick it up because I have watched all of the available episodes so far. And he also yeah. gave me a novel to read oh. off.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. No- <laughs> he wrote down his
2: thoughts for me a to read novel. off. literal
0: novel, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a literal novel. It's good stuff, though. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm going to be doing Assassin's Pride, but I only have one show to do, so if you got one of you would like to start so you're not going back to back. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to
2: I'll go ahead and start with my show, which is B-Stars. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also did a manga bit on this one. And I if you recall, I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, B-Stars is the adaptation of the manga by Padu Paru Itagaki and is being adapted by Studio Orange who also worked on Land of the Lustrous which was a um, show that came out last year that I also really enjoyed in a full CG anime as well um, and it is a Netflix show so that means unfortunately you won't be able to watch this weekly for a while I'm so sorry but uh yeah it, I think it's slated for 24 episodes I think it's um, not I think it's two core, but, uh, yeah, so Beastars, um, which I have, like, if you remember my manga minute, I, I, it is a, and a world where everyone is an anthropomorphic animal. And it, it revolves around, Basically, like high school life, but the drama that comes with it. And it, we followed the, uh, ma- our main character, Lagoshi, who is a gray wolf. And he is him, just like a lot of the other carnivores at this school, because there's carnivores and herbivores living together. He is suffering from, uh, his own, like, bestial nature and wanting to eat And it's a very it's like a struggle that a lot of the students face. And at the very beginning we find out that an alpaca known as Tem was recently killed. And so there's a little tiny bit of like a murder mystery there of figuring out who was the one who killed Tem. A lot of suspicion is placed on Lagoshi and yeah, but Lagoshi I think, is a very interesting character. He's very shy. He has a lot of symptoms of anxiety issues. And yeah, he's basically your typical lone wolf, literal lone wolf. <laughs> he, he doesn't like being around other people, but he's very definitely suffering from his own desires. And we see that in the very first episode where he meets this bunny girl named Haru. And Haru is very interesting to me. She's probably... (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, she's probably my favorite character, though, because she is very sexually free and she gets bullied because of this. She just wants to have intimacy without relationships and this is kind of like the way that she feels like she is she feels best that she can communicate with others and it's interesting having haru who is very sexually open very sexually free dealing with legoshi who's very shy is dealing with a lot of anxiety issues and how they come together because legoshi really likes her and i think it's very like whenever they're together it's very interesting (laughs) but um there's also lewis who is a deer who is an herbivore who wants to live amongst the carnivores and he is determined to be respected by all animals and he doesn't like being looked down on he's a very also a very good foil for Logoshi, who he wants everyone to respect him Logoshi wants none of that like he doesn't want anyone to look at him he wants to stay he, he doesn't want the to back. be
1: noticed yeah
2: yeah exactly he's very anxious and so they are a very good foil for each other and it's so fascinating i love this series because it The tone is very serious. It's very introspective. There it calls into a lot of like a lot of the issues in this mirror ones in our own world and it calls into question about our prejudices and about others in society and how or how society also enforces those views and I feel like it has a lot of really insightful things to say um, that deals with a lot of themes of like racial inequality, themes of taboos surrounding sexual desire, bullying, it's a very adult series and I like how also Orange has added their own visual flair to things like um like when Lagoshi catches the scent of another animal it has a very um like visually you can see like the uh like the scent going into like like an x-ray version of like his nose which the manga doesn't do also the anime has reorganized some of the scenes that were in the manga so it kind of flows better the manga starts off basically at the end of episode one which yeah, I, I like how the anime has it flowing a little bit better. And the animation from when I did my um, pick, I was very skeptical because <laughs> I thought the PV didn't look great. I'm very happy to say that it looks fantastic. The lighting is great. The characters for for an entire CG anime are very expressive. And, I mean, they're animals too. So I was very surprised with the level of emotions that were getting into them. And... Um yeah, I think it I think it looks great. I think my only issue with the animation is it has a lower frame rate, so it kind of looks a little bit sluggish. I feel like they're trying to put 2D frame rate into 3Ds, so I don't know. I think I feel like it looks a little bit sluggish. But yeah, overall, I'm greatly enjoying it. It's a very easy pass for me, and I am so excited to see the rest of this series. And uh yeah, that's all I gotta say about it.
0: Okay, I guess it's time for a pass drop then.
2: Pretty yeah. good. It's pretty,
0: pretty, pretty, pretty
3: good. Pretty good, pretty good.
1: Yeah. It's just grown up Arthur, and it's uh, a blast. <laughs> grown
2: up Arthur. <laughs> grown up Arthur. It's just grown it's up true. Arthur.
1: It's and it's it's. Oh my goodness, I love it. It's yeah, it's a great show.
2: It's very different. Uh, it feels very fresh to me. Mhm. Mhm.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't mm-hmm. I go next then? Um, I'm going to be doing Assassin's Pride, which is an anime that uh, I recall that before the season even started, of all the shows, this one was the one that had been tagged the most frequently by people to watch.
2: Oh, yeah, I remember that. Aside
0: Mm -hmm. from all the sequels. It was like five or six sequels, and then Assassin's Pride was just Mm -hmm. like the the first new one that kind of surfaced. And there are a lot of people watching this, it does seem. Um, Assassin's Pride is this uh, story done by EMT Squared and EMT Squared. They haven't been around for a long, long time. I mean, they've they've got some things on their credits, but like um, Kuma Miko, I think you people might recognize um, Ameido Koko. Maybe people would recognize like this is just the stuff that kind of like they've done a lot of Ameido stuff throughout the years. Um, and then I Kolboon or Bokun, I always get that wrong. They've done that. They did that probably um, most recently. But um, so. This anime is the story of uh, it's like it's this world with this girl in and, and her name is Melita Angel, and she's the family of this like uh, she's in this famous family that are known for being like famous paladins, like they're these knights, and they are. But she seems to lack the power that the rest of the members of her family has. She hasn't like manifested her mana, I guess, so to speak, and um. So she attends this like, this academy, wh- which is for, like, elites, so to speak. But, like, she doesn't have mana, so she's kind of an outcast, sort of. And she gets mistreated a lot for her lack of her power. And in order to help her, um, they hire a tutor. So Kufa Vamper is ordered by the family to become her tutor. And he's, like, this cool dude, dark hair, probably, like, kind of brooding a little bit. Um, and he's very powerful, and he's training her, and the the story is basically like if she doesn't awaken to her power and she's not able to fall in, fall into line with like the sorts of abilities that her family is known to have, then she's then she will be deemed to not really be a true member of her of like the uh, angel family, and then his job is to kill her. Basically, um, I kind of took oh, yeah. it as I kind of took it as in a strange way. It's almost like if. If the father finds out that realizes that she's not his, then he wants her nothing, like nothing to do with her. They didn't like explicitly say that, but that's kind of like the feeling I got because the father's seemingly very suspicious that the girl is not really his child. Anyway, um, it doesn't really matter because like she awakens to her power in episode two and um, and the tutor helps her do that. And there's some like pretty interesting like action scenes. In the academy, where they go, they do kind of like a, uh, like a, um, like an exam almost, where it's almost like a capture the flag event, where there's teams of five, and they have like this skirmish, and um, she ends up performing rather well in the in the event, and um, so she's not like an embarrassment or whatever. And her father's an asshole though. He's like she does she does really great compared to how people thought she was going to be, and then you know he kind of just says. Like, uh, well, thanks for not like embarrassing the family or something. He's not very nice to her, but the tutor is. And of course she's got like a crush on him. Um, and, uh, there are people that have tried to do away with her in the third episode where you finally get to see Kufa Vampir's power and he is a vampire. And apparently this is like the most powerful sort of like hybrid being i can't remember how they refer to them but like the the guy that's trying to kill the girl melita he's like a werewolf and he and kufa's a vampire so they end up fighting and of course like vampires and werewolves seemingly always fight and
2: um, (laughs) they're never just cool bros are they they're never
0: bros ever (laughs) and no one's ever chill and the um and of course, the vamp, vamper is, he's just too powerful. He's, they, they, they say it out loud. Like he's, he literally like gets his arm cut off and then he literally just picks his arm back up and just reattaches it. I mean, he's super powerful.
2: <laughs> Damn, um, Isoka, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, exactly. He's just, <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Except, except, <laughs> except doesn't Isoka get his arm kind of like sewed back on later? Cause he attaches it. Yeah. Like his, whatever. Anyway.
2: <laughs> something, um,
1: something properties of
0: something, something.
2: So. <laughs> yeah. Something, something, bungee gum. <laughs>
0: Something, something magical, nen stitches. The uh, mm. the the anime isn't bad. I, I wouldn't say it's bad, but like it's very generic, I would say. It's very generic and it's very there's a lot of little girls like being little girls. Like there's actually a scene where like a girl is crying because she was forced to wear an outfit she didn't want to wear. And I'm sitting here, I'm like a 34-year-old man, and I'm like, I don't really care that a uh, like a like a ten year old girl is crying because she didn't get to wear the dress she wanted. Like I just don't care. Um, there's a lot of little girl stuff going on in this where they 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 just like and they're very bitchy. Like they they're so mean to each other in this anime. Like they gang up on Melita. They're bullying her. Um, they're very petty. It's it's an okay show. I mean I have no idea where this is going, but I will tell you that I um, I find it to be very average sort of. And this season is loaded, and so um, I just can't yeah. pass. I just can't pass it. Like I, um, yeah, I think it's watchable. People probably are, There are probably people that are enjoying it quite a lot, but I just don't think it quite makes the cut. Um, so uh, I'm gonna pass this. But I, or I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna fail it. But
2: I was at a heart attack. <laughs> Shame.
0: I just fail it now. Shame. Shame. Shame, but um, Shame. I would probably recommend this for people that like action and supernatural type stuff. You know, if you're if you're into people using like psychic powers or transforming into vampires and fighting, you, you may really enjoy this show. But it just comes off as a little generic. It's not. It doesn't really move the needle. I would say. Mm. So, unfortunately, that was an
2: Isekai, wasn't it, or was it not?
0: No, 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 not this one. For once, okay. it's not an Isekai. But it, uh, but it is. Uh, it is. It is. I don't. I don't think it's set in our world, but it's not like they don't get like swapped
1: away to a world. That okay. Gotcha. okay. Just your standard fantasy. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next when you
1: said you were like, I'm passing it. I did that like blinking guy like, what? meme. Like. Where oh was like, yeah. What? From,
0: uh, from princess. <laughs> from princess bride or whatever. <laughs>
2: All I right. heard that too. It was yeah. like it doesn't make quite make the pass, but I'm gonna pass it. I was like, <laughs> what?
1: what? I was like, man, <laughs> <Question? could> think- <laughs> oh wait, no. Oh I oh anyway. 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 Uh I will be reviewing or er, impressing upon you guys uh Null Peta. Null
0: Peta. What a title. Which Null is Null Peta.
1: Streaming or on Crunchyroll. Yeah, I guess it is more Peta but uh so these are five minute episodes oh. that uh showcase essentially this battle between genius inventor named Null and her Baymax-esque robot older sister reincarnated in robot form called Peta. Peta. And Peta just uh, goes around trying Peta's to make Peta Null me. Uh, healthier by like feeding her like all these like perfectly nutritional like disgusting dishes uh, make her like shower and be clean and like go to school most importantly. And of course Null fights back and this show is the pinnacle of being fine. There's nothing more to the show than like the playful surface appeal and the comedy, essentially. And essentially it just comes from these two like Moe marshmallow characters. Moe marshmallows. Using, like highly like <laughs> technical like expositions with like coding and physics and stuff. And this like cute robot having all these like spikes and rocket launchers and like fried this- rice.
2: Is this like the professor in Joe?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it sort of like is. So it's far. just Nichijou okay. like condensed into short episodes
2: mm, and just like okay. the
1: juxtaposition between like mathematics and violence in with these very like cute characters is what it's all about and that's the only appeal it has going for it. The anim- animation is decent enough mm-hmm. um, especially in like the various gadgets and it has like all these computer screens where they definitely put in the time to put like realistic looking code Um, and there's some great reaction faces in it that I would think would be used in the community if this show was popular in any way which it's not and in the later episodes actually I did get some like darker vibes coming in and I was like I saw potential in it to be like kind of like flip flapper esque where like the the series starts to turn and like the bubbly and bright surface yields to like a different mood and like episode, I think three ends with like these characters or maybe it's four. Like they're stranded both in their like location in outer space and they're disconnected from the world around them. And there's a lot of metaphors going on. And like this robot Peta is like the reincarnation of a dead sibling and the show, like, starts like touching on metaphors of like you know maybe that's why like this inventor and all has like withdrawn from school and society and it's uh it's like starting to like get towards something that like oh maybe we're maybe this is all a ruse maybe this is all just like playing up for the big bomb to drop later uh and then i watched episode five and everything returns back to being fun and bouncy and i was a fool for expecting anything more ambitious <laughs> out of this show
2: no fun. Mason said, no, no fall
1: um No <laughs>
2: like, we'll soup at for the you. end.
1: Like I, w- I, would say give two episodes a shot because they're five minutes long. Like they really do fly by. You'll instantly know. Oh my goodness! Cat cam. Cat's on As camera. Cat, interrupt some yeah, important. Cat sighting. Any so. Anyway, uh, like it takes no time to get a feel for what is good about this show, and I could see it being like a very quick. Like oh, I've got nothing to do for the next couple minutes. Let me watch it, but. I mean, it's quick and enjoyable for what it is, but it hasn't really hooked me and even if it was like great, like a full review would be needless. Mm, like yeah. I'll, I'll 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 follow up on it just because it takes no effort and I'll let you know if it ends up doing anything interesting beyond what we've seen so far, but this is going to be a pretty a pretty uncontentious fail.
0: Okay. Would you like, like, an intense fail drop or, like, a gentle drop? like
1: how- uh, A short drop to suit the short show. You
0: shall not pass. It's a classic drop. How about that?
1: It is. It is. That was good. Thank you. You're welcome. Anytime. It's
2: quite a literal drop, too. <laughs> yeah.
0: little drop for a little uh, show.
2: Yeah. So we also have Stars Align. Um, I think I'm just going to read off what um, Enzo wrote. And then we could just, Mason, and I could just And then through. you and
1: I are just going to talk about uh, what we thought
2: about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me check out what the studio was, because I forgot it was. Who did it? Um, it is being adapted by 8-Bit Studio. And the director mm. is Kazuki Akane. And uh, this one is currently on Funimation. And it looks like it's an original. It wasn't adapted from a manga or anything and Enzo Enzo writes (laughs) much like a synopsis suggests this show has a pretty straightforward premise there is a soft tennis club that is on the verge of being disbanded if a certain metric cannot be obtained oh boy very typical (laughs) so (laughs) typical. the solution to this main problem is also quite standard as it is the old faithful approach of a new student joining the club and becoming the core hope for the team however what it, What is so enticing about the show is neither of the above. What shines here are the characters and the already building subplots for the main and supporting cast. By episode 3, I have been convinced to stay tuned as I find myself wondering how these underlying sto- personal stories will come to fruition later on in the series. I really believe that the tennis, specifically in the doubles format, which is the which the club plays, Ooh. will act as a strong catalyst for the growth of each cast member, much like what volleyball does for the characters in Haikyuu. Accompanying the storylines is animation that isn't perfect, but does not fail in delivering the emotions or atmosphere of what is currently going on. During the episode when the boys are running the 20 laps, for example, I think that. I think that was episode two. Um, the animation team doesn't slack on what the other clubs are were doing on the grounds. Also every outside shot has a beautiful greenery and every home or bedroom shot wasn't bland but full of life and personality. He also says Tomei has a dope cactus in his room dope. And he's very jealous. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Layered on top of the animation is a pretty damn solid music selection. The arpeggioed piano keys add a warm suspense to the blooming storylines. I look forward to the climaxes of the show and what they will look and sound like. Genuinely happy and excited to pass the show. It was everything I'd like, a complete set of characters, organic interactions, believable drama, clear setup for the growth, warm visuals, solid audio production, and of course, potential lovey-dovey shit. <laughs> and P.S. It was cool seeing Maki be clearly encouraging of gay rights. Maki said, gay rights, yo. <laughs> but, uh, and he also said the ED is dope, damn shame about the controversy surrounding it. Yeah, I, I agree with everything. I think this was it's one of my favorite shows of the season. The drama in it is very real. It like the first, the end of the first episode, I don't want to give spoilers, but it surprised me because yeah. it's dealing with something that I never thought was going to happen because before the ending of the first episode, I was like, you know, this is they these are really nice character designs. It's nice seeing a very a wide variety of different kind of body types in here, and the characters are very are kind of interesting. But it is a very typical setup to a sports show. It's like, oh, we need people for our club, or otherwise we'll get shut down. It's very typical stuff, and I was like, it's okay. But the end of the episode, I was like, the drama was so different. It it was a very, it was a nice tone shift where I was like, this didn't feel so over the top that it was edgy. It just felt very real. And I'm very, like, this is me trying to be very vague so I don't spoil stuff. But I do highly recommend watching it. And just like Enza said, uh, I think we're definitely going to pass the show.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I think, though, you guys aren't giving enough credit to the what you guys said, like typical club condition. Because most, yeah. most shows, it's like, oh, we don't have enough members. We're going to get shut down just by pure, like, arbitrary involvement. But this isn't like a shutdown. This is like the president of all the clubs is essentially saying, like, Look, we are going to prioritize performance and this Mm -hmm, club is winning championships. They're winning matches and they get just as much money as this underperforming club. We are changing that. If you do not literally get good, like we're shutting you down, not because you don't have enough members, but just because we are doubting your interests and like commitment to the sport.
2: Yeah, because when it first starts up, the boys' team is slacking <laughs> they don't do yeah. shit, but the girls' team, they are whooping ass. <laughs>
1: Which is why I like the main character so much, because yeah. he very much validates my opinion that if you're going to do something, if you're going to spend time on something, you should do it right. Yeah, do it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. like, put in the time, and he pretty much just comes in, and he constantly assaults the team for saying, like, what yes. have you guys been doing all this time? You guys are terrible. And he doesn't like pull back punches. And yes, he is a dick because of it. <laughs> I was going
2: to say, he could say it a little bit nicer. But but he,
1: <laughs> and maybe part of it's to him up. But he, he's just like, guys, obviously, you should have been disbanded because you haven't been taking it seriously. And there's going to be all sorts of conflicts and growth because of that. And it's very much a, I like that sort of message that I think it's going to send. And yeah. I think what obviously what they said are both true. I like how soft the show just looks. It just has mm -hmm. like a mushiness to it that is a good kind of mushy. It just every character kind of is a little squiggly, a little wobbly, but it it feels very lively because of that. It's not it's not stiff. It's not cookie cutter, and uh, I I enjoyed the show a whole bunch.
2: Yeah, I think
1: any of us had watched it, it would be an easy pass. So.
2: I will say Funimation the fourth episode they totally screwed up the subtitles.
1: I went to watch episode four. I couldn't
2: watch it so I'm waiting for them to fix it. They're just
1: like a a three second delay between like when the character says something and Oh I thought it was
2: a lot longer than three seconds. I could be wrong though.
1: I don't know. Maybe they're slowly fixing it by the second. I hope (laughs) maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like it was was unwatchable and uh, I was like "Uh, I'll come back to it later. I mean I almost for a second was like I could still make it through this. Like I, I could still just I like.
2: I tried. I couldn't.
1: Because I want to. Uh, that's how interested in the show I was. I was like, I'm willing to watch this in an inferior setting just to get it into my system. And uh, I was like, that's eh, it's not worth it right now. But it's yeah, it's I'm that good of a wait show. Till
2: they fix it if they ever do. But also, <laughs> did we play a pass drop for it? Sorry, not yet. Waiting, not yet.
0: Okay. Should I play it? Go for it. Ooh,
3: that's a bingo!
2: Before we move on, though, before I get shit for not mentioning it, I Uh-oh. forgot to mention B Stars is OP. It's great. It's fantastic. It's very innovative. Where it's they decide to do a stop motion um, like dance sequence in the, like the first like the OP of the show, and it's fantastic. I have to mention it. Before people get on me about not saying anything. <laughs>
1: so that's what I was forgetting, I think last week, because Africa Sutler Man has a dance, Beastars yeah. has a dance, ending of Stars Align has a dance. Everyone just got their groove on this season. And the I uh, end don't mind of
2: it. the uh, cautious hero has a dance. It's not fantastic, but
1: <laughs> it's there.
2: <laughs> it's it's a dance.
1: <laughs> they tried. It's, yeah. it's a Mason level dance.
2: Uh, <laughs> are you poorly are you poorly done, CG? Are you a poor CG Probably. Mason? Okay. Probably. I can't I'm wait to see what you look like in HD.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to do a quick review here of shows that we have passed and the ones that are left. So okay. we have Let's passed six anime this season so far. We passed Ahiru-, Ahiru no Sora. We passed Blade of the Immortal. We passed Babylon, Fate Grand Order, Stars, and Stars Align. So that's six. And we have, we have approximately five more impressions. We have Cautious Hero... Chi Hayao Season 3, Rifle is Beautiful, High Score Girl, and Legend of the Galactic Heroes Part 2, and I have a feeling that at least one good show is going to have to get the, the the axe, so to speak, because I did think- Did High that,
2: Score Girl ever come out? No, oh,
0: I don't <laughs> good know. Good question mark? Oh. I
2: don't think it ever did.
0: Oh, well, can, I don't know. Can you pass a show that's not out? Mm. i would say no (laughs) that would be disappointing i don't
2: think it ever came out oh that would be so sad you guys
0: you guys are looking forward to that um but uh yeah i I love the first season i have a sneaking suspicion that that um whatever show whatever one of these good shows doesn't get passed is going to be the one that's that's the listener choice pretty sure so i feel pretty feel pretty strong about that so we got some good stuff coming up next week guys but you know what we also have mailbags you guys want to jump right to the mailbags yeah, Two we episodes can blast came through out. these. Sorry, I okay. want to correct myself. Uh, Two so episodes it, are out. So it is coming out. All right, here we go, mailbags.
2: It's time
0: for an almighty anime mailbag. <laughs> anime. 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 anime.
2: Mailbag.
1: It's not worth dancing without my buddy Enzo. Oh, wow, Just no not one's the same. dancing.
0: It's Not Sorry. the same.
2: I want to read the first one. Go for it. Gunivore the mightly... Perkle of Clan Creature. I'm sorry if I messed that up. It's a really great name. <laughs> it says, Mandy, Mandy, I have a problem that only you can, it says, can with. I think the can help with. <laughs> My Viking raiding party needs a badass shield maiden, and we are going to raid England, Escalade style. Are you in, sister? I mean, oh, yeah, shit. obviously.
0: <laughs> Mandy's going to have a bad Obviously.
2: Axe. But only if I can look like Largatha Lothbrook from Vikings. If I look like her, I'm totally in.
0: <laughs> she's got a badass looking sword.
2: Yeah, I put a picture of L'Agatha on our dog list. She's, she'll cut, she'll cut she's my favorite character she'll in Vikings. so deep. I yeah. haven't
0: seen that show, but I, I thought about watching it. So maybe I will. Um, Go
2: for it. I only, I've only i only seen season one and two. I had never continued it. I should.
0: Next mailbag is lengthy. I'll take it if you guys would like. It says It's written by AAA Feels Right at Home. Hello AAA crew, I recently got back into anime and I've been rewatching all the awesome 90s shows I grew up with, Initial D, aka Best Anime Ever, Yuhaku Show, Initial D, DBZ, all the classics of the era. I start to look for new anime as well and your show has been a great resource for finding new content. I really love the chemistry that all the hosts have, this is more like a 5 star review, all to have with one another. I also relate quite a bit to Mandy and Mason. Mandy because I'm a ferret dad to two ferrets and 11 year old... Petite lady, and my boy just turned one. He Aww. has he has Wardensburg syndrome, but aside from his deafness, he's a very active and healthy young man. I also relate to Mason as he and I are both uh, nutmeggers. What does that mean?
1: That's what they call people from Connecticut. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Which is I, a an hilarious name in my opinion.
0: <laughs> and It is funny. I was like, is this? Uh, I, all right. uh, I, I also work in the aerospace industry. Hopefully, I'll run into you at one of the cons someday, and we can also talk about AS9100 audits and how to fight uh, FOD. Yeah. <laughs> Again, thank you for the amazing show and for helping me find some new anime to watch. Now go get some tofu delivered. This one's on me. Great.
2: Aw, thank you. Yay for ferret parrots. Please send me pictures. Ferrets. I want to see them. I said that in my in the doc that I was planning to try to have my ferrets on screen for this, but I haven't seen them at all. They're sleeping. Sorry, they're no. sleeping. Yeah, this earlier, um, I was trying to do laundry and I picked up uh, some stuff in my laundry basket It out tumbled a ferret. I, I was about to so say, bad. I can picture oh you just like
1: dropping a big tray and just all of a sudden ferrets come bouncing out.
2: I felt so bad. I just put the towel back over. I'm like, I'm sorry to disturb you. <laughs> He looked at me like, huh, what? (laughs) But uh, yeah, one of my um, mine cheeky, he has adrenal gland disease and I have to Mm -hmm. give him an implant once a year to help shrink the tumor. And but he is six and my other one is five. So yeah, please send me pictures on Discord. I would love to see them.
1: Yeah, Connecticut is called the Nutmeg State. Hence, people from it are called nutmeggers. And for those of you curious, FOD is like foreign object debris because essentially like a big risk of when you're making airplane parts is like stuff that shouldn't be falling in there, falling in there. And then when they turn on these engines and things start spinning, the things that get trapped inside cause a lot of damage. So we put like little blankets or like tubes or covers over things like when you're not working on them. So like birds don't fly in or whatever doesn't like get in there. So that's it's kind of what kind of what it is. Heck okay. yeah, my dude. Last Local minute. conventions. Good Last stuff. Last mailbag? bag? I think it's your turn, Comes Mason. Comes from the creepster. Ooh. Writes, hey, how's it hanging? Blow was into the wondering left. is there a show where you would like to see it done differently it. or in a different angle? Like if Pokemon was more graphic in the battles and showed more gory death as a result of battle. If a guy is stealing a bunch of Pokemon like Pikachu's and Rotatas to feed his Charizard.
2: Thanks. Oh, damn! <laughs> oh wow! Damn! Man, Charizard's gonna get a shocking discovery. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I could, I I could picture Rotad as like
1: being fed like Ekans and whatnot. Like that's yeah. very <laughs> real world.
2: Do you remember the episode of Pokemon where they had like they filleted a magic art?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, isn't like. Isn't James like always like yeah. salivating over it and goes like bite into him and like the outside is like super hard and <laughs> super he like always or no yeah. meowth like always breaks like a tooth or something yeah uh yeah, um, team rocket i can't wait till we get to do that that'll happen I, one day
2: <laughs> i would love it <laughs> but uh yeah i was i thought that was kind of funny because there is a manga in pokemon i think it's pokemon adventures that is Kind slightly darker, kind of like what they're suggesting, where Pokemon actually do die. <laughs> I've mentioned that before, but um, yeah, I think also the mon- the anime that I talked about earlier, Utsukoi, I think that be that one was more of a comedy, but I was thinking that I would really love like a heavy drama version of that, based on kind of like the Hyakonin issue poems, and um, uh, I, that one. Yeah, the one or that I talked about earlier was comedy but I think but the drama was still very adult so I'm kind of trying to imagine it in kind of like a more of a Nakago Shinju style there he goes (laughs) he just ran to the water bowl oh there he goes barret alert sorry in kind of like a more Nakago Shinju kind of art and storytelling style where it's just very adult I think that'd be very interesting
0: and it seems like a lot of the times I want anime just to be darker and more intense like a lot of a lot of a lot of the time um and uh there's a lot of sports shows out there where i wish that uh they uh, like they had just more knowledge of the sport that they're that they're participating in you know like um like even slam dunk like you can just it's a fun show but you can just tell that that the author might not have might not have like been super versed in basketball. You know, like there's 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 times where um the the defender is standing between the guy with the ball and the guy who he wants to pass to, and that would never be the case. You would always want to be between the guy that would be receiving the pass and the basket. Always. Otherwise he'd just lob the ball over your over your head and the guy would just lay it in. The like yeah. you know, this is stuff like that, you know, and um because yeah, I'm a big sports fan, so like there's a lot of sports anime out there where I just feel like they don't really have the knowledge of the sport that they're that they're portraying, or like, or like Ice Shield 21. You know, it just it doesn't really come off as being. I don't know. Maybe that's just the tone that it, that it's intended. But in addition to that, like when it's a horror show, I want it to be like a really a horror anime. So like High School of the Dead. People love that show, but like you know. Maybe a little more horror and just and like a little less etchy, you know, maybe, maybe that's just, maybe that would ruin it for people. But like for me, for me, I'd like to see, I'd like to see a real zombie show for once where like zombies are killing people and it's very not funny. You know what I mean? So I guess that's. Yeah, I get you. You know, because it's always, it's, it's either like little girls in a school or it's, or it's etchy, you know, it give me like zombies where like the world is straight up ending and people are dying in real ways. Like that would be like very intense. That's what I would want.
1: Gotcha. my my suggestions for uh, reimagined like darker works Uh, first of all if you haven't seen the Koike Takeshi trilogy of like reimagined Lupin the third movies definitely check those out those take like the super fun cartoony Scooby Doo like Lupin series and make them ultra mature ultra violent ultra edgy and they're so much fun and there's like Hmm. one of them for each of like his compatriots so you got like the Jigen film you got the Gorimon film you got the Fujiko film and they're all just like over the top I mean this is the same guy who did Red Line, so they look great uh, I want girls in Panzer redone just with the violence like actually like bumped up to like girls getting like w- w- instead of their heads just popping out of tanks like when they get hit they actually like <laughs> bo- they'll just get ripped apart that'd be cool oh my god damn um hitamari sketch realism is like it took place in like an art school but it was like hyper competitive so all the <laughs> girls were like really catty and like combative and A there was cute like cute
2: little hitamari sketch You're like damn they're just too happy
1: too happy i i couldn't get through that show as much as i like shaft and uh, i think that would help um and then finally i wrote uh erased i won't want that reimagined to not be terrible
2: yeah, I, I uh, highlighted it. Yeah, I
1: saw that. <laughs> I didn't know if that was a good I, highlight or I, bad. Highlight. I
2: actually love the beginning of a race. Yeah, too. I like the it beginning a point, of a race, and yeah. then
1: I didn't like the end of a race. And I want that reimagined, please. Thank yeah. you very much.
2: It hit a point where I was like, "This is a little bit too obvious." Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a big. If you're trying to make a mystery, maybe put more characters in there to give us like kind of like a guessing game.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that, too obvious. That anime yeah. had so much hype. And it was just not, I just don't think it, I just don't feel like it delivered. I recall being disappointed <clears throat> as well by it. Yeah.
1: Good OP though. Um, I, I like how yeah. like mm-hmm. on these Twitch streams Enzo has like his eternal battle to like peel apart an Oreo like perfectly and uh, Mandy's is to summon her ferrets from the water bowl.
2: I have been trying this entire time. I had to mute oh, myself. Okay. I was like calling him and he kept looking at me like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, I'm
1: good over here, lady.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's happy, quite happy just dumping water on my floor. <laughs>
1: But I think that does it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so thank you to those who have hung out with us to the end. I had fun. And uh, next week, we will be finishing up our impressions of the fall 2019 season. And again, you can check us out on com slash join. Go, make an account, get bonus content. And that feed, that uh,
0: exclusive feed. Mm
2: yes please I love it and uh, of course you can go to Facebook also groups facebook.com slash group slash podcast. talk to your fellow addicts please come to Discord please come to our groups Mason and I are trying to find what to stream next for gaming so let us know what you think and uh, yeah please uh, come talk to me on Twitter at AAA underscore Mandy with an I Mitz what is yours?
0: Pope Mitsugi that's it that's all
2: and Mason's too cool for everyone, so.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, God he, darn He's right. just too spicy. Yep,
2: I, I, and uh, we miss Enzo, so please also go yeah. talk to Enzo on Twitter.
0: I think in lieu of Enzo not being here, we'll just do an after party. Everybody okay with that?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. We'll see you, yeah. We'll see you back here in five minutes or so. Love you. Yep. Bye. We'll see
2: y'all next week. bye bye bye
0: bye 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 bye.